Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And this is episode 21, our recap of episode 203. Woo! Happy 21st to us. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was so dumb for a minute and I was like, 21, 203, that doesn't make sense. Oh, well, I know. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's that fine. was dumb. It's I okay. Was, yeah, I just had a really dumb moment there. Sometimes it's hard to think. It's hard to think, but welcome, welcome Thinking back, friends. Difficult. Thinking <laughs> is hard. Um, welcome, welcome back, friends. We're here yes. uh, for the third Hello, episode everyone. of season two. Hello, Hello. Thank you for coming back. Hope your December is goes going well as we yes. as we approach the holidays. Let it snow. Yeah. Let it snow. <laughs> Get some I Elsa. Elsa I I knew that song. Elsa vibes. Oh, you yeah. don't. It was no, snowing I, last night. No, I don't. I think I've, I've only seen Frozen once. Oh, I saw it. In, I went and saw it in theaters. Um, of course cool. you did. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I am an. And did I take a child? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> did not. <laughs> um. Okay. So I guess you took can- me to go see Dory, though. So that worked. To see what? Oh, true. Remember? And I was really mad that there was actual children in the theater. And I was like, Brittany, it's a friggin' kids movie. What do you No, expect? no, no. That was for me. <laughs> okay. That movie was for me. Just like if you go see like Toy Story 4, there's going to yeah. be kids in the theater. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not for them. Okay. They can get Dora. That movie came out. They can go watch that. Okay. I want to watch. This is not your generation. Dory. Yeah. It's mine. I waited 12 oh years for that movie. Oh my God. Brittany doesn't like to share. <laughs> She's getting angry at children. <laughs> We're enjoying oh. a cartoon movie about a fish. Oh my god. Mommy, why is that lady so mad? Why is she staring at me? And I'm just there, just don't don't mind her. Don't, don't mind she her. she does this thing. Don't, okay. So you're okay, sweetie. You're okay. Um okay, so I've got a lot of notes for this one, so I guess maybe we should jump into this. Um, I'm. This is really solidifying for me that like I have a problem with brief summarization. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, while you are a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful human being, this is not a strong suit. This is a weak point in your personality that I did not know existed until you just sat down with your twenty-one pages of notes. It's an hour episode. How do you even manage that? I don't. Did you know. write out the whole script? I swear to God, I need to just start finding the scripts because I do get specific with some of the lines. So I feel it's like twenty-one pages, Stacy. <laughs> I, I don't problem. understand. It's a problem. I'm aware. I'm becoming increasingly it's a more recap. aware. You literally just called this podcast a recap, and you're sitting down with it's twenty-one a, pages. The thing is, is it's not even a recap because it's a play-by-play. Like it's literally well, yeah. me going through each. This is what I was saying to Brittany out the when, episode. We, when we get to season six, I don't know if we're going to be able to keep with this very specific format because I can't watch a brand new episode, try to digest it, and then write 22 pages of notes to try well, to you record. You should be writing 22 pages of notes anyways, you crazy lady over there. I know. Oh, I, I just saw your t-shirt. I like it. You representing. Sex and neck. Again, my Sassanac wasted t-shirt that I got She's courtesy. She's got to be on brand. On brand, courtesy of uh, Outlander, Outlander cast podcast, Blake and Mary. I was sent it because uh, 
they were very impressed and maybe just like shocked that I watched all the way from episode 101 to 507 in a week. <laughs> Girl, anyone would be. They'd be they were like, be oh my God. <laughs> they'd, they'd be concerned, impressed and concerned. It's equal parts. They're like, oh my God. Like literally half Monday through Friday, half a season a day. And then over the weekend, just boom, some late nights, tired, tired now you're days. knitting to just, you know. You know, I only know one pattern, but that's fine. It's the only thing yeah, I know. Everyone update. I have not seen a moose, but Stacy started knitting. So that's where we're at in our lives. Yeah, normally, I just have to get Shauna to knit me everything. But like, yeah. there's this one pattern yeah, that, that I'm going to learn. <laughs> just look at her being such a good influence, getting you knitting. Get me knitting. I got it. You know and what, guys, though, guess I'm... what? Guess what? It's an Outlander pattern. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that that would have been obvious and I wouldn't have even had to say it. But yeah, no, she's knitting Outlander. The, the, the scarf that Claire wears in season there you one. Go. Love that. Um, I am making progress. We were supposed to get into the episode, but I just have to give a moose update. Okay. On Saturday, I'm going to go moose hunting because mm. I was given a map. And when she says hunting, she doesn't me. mean anything is getting harmed. She's just looking. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how you'd possibly hunt a moose. That would Also, could you imagine me trying to hurt a moose? Never. Never. These gentle beasts. But I was given a map that is going to show me where the swamps are. And I'm told if I go to a swamp, I'm going to find a moose. You'll see a moose. So hopefully fingers crossed fingers crossed guys episode i will have seen a moose moose or i'm update. gonna be really mad and have burned a map Ooh, <laughs> burning <laughs> maps burn okay. your maps that is the name of a movie i'm pretty sure that i saw really? at said film festival oh i saw it too was it good yeah it was with jacob trombley and vera farmiga you don't know who either of those are but nope, don't not a clue Jacob Tremblay is the little boy that was in the movie Room with Brie Larson. Oh, he was great. Oh, I remember. He's, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot. Last year, he was in- Did um, you take me to see something good, he was in? Good Boys, Bad Boys, whatever it was called. Effing hilarious. Uh, he's been in quite a few things. I feel like um, you took me to see something he was in. Probably. He's been in Wonder with Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's but um, in, He's like- 13 now he's growing up really? oh my goodness he's such he a was in actor. he was in the new bieber video where he played a young bieber okay that's like, weird justin bieber's video where he acted which in one yummy because that was awful i don't know that was weird that whole time was weird. It, does it anyone else remember recently. that that was just yummy, that was the yummy weirdest. yummy i haven't seen the video but the video was weird his instagram posts about it where he was just posting pictures of babies were weird that was a weird time, and that was that was twenty twenty one, is it? That was weird. Things have happened this I don't year. Know. But yeah, but, but yes, there's a movie. I'm pretty sure it's called Burn Your Maps. Oh well, there you go. And Vera, and Vera, and Vera Farmiga, uh, she's in like the Conjuring movies. Yeah, I would not have seen. And that. She's do you remember me in Hereditary? I'm not I watching know. The Conjuring. Brittany screamed out loud, and I that was laughed. terrifying. Um, you did. I, that's what I do when I'm uncomfortable. I laugh. <laughs> Where was your good friendship support there? I don't want to scream I was in traumatized. the theater. I don't want to scream in the theater, so I laugh. <laughs> when I get scared, I'll laugh. <laughs> I full-on screamed. I tried to run away, but there was people sitting on the other side of me. Good times. Um, but no, yeah, she's been in The Conjuring. She's been in uh, – she played one of the lawyers is when they see in When They See Us. She's like, if you saw her yeah. face, you'd know she's been in a, she's an actress that has been working for a long time. But anyway, they're in that movie. And I remember being okay. I don't really, I saw it at the film festival way before it came out. And then I don't know how big of a theatrical release it had, but anywho, mm -hmm. burn your maps. Okay. 
I said we were gonna, I was ready to jump into it at two minutes and then now we're at eight and whoops. That's what I do here, guys. Side okay. Part. All right. So this episode is um, episode 203 entitled Useful Occupations and Deceptions. So, Ooh. you know. And scandalous. Scandalous. Written by Ann Kenny, who's I written name. Yes. So she wrote the last I was gonna say the second last. second last episode. Or the oh, last okay. two. Fifteen. Fifteen, maybe sixteen. I can't remember if that was a Matt B. No, I don't remember. Uh I don't know if that was a Rondi Moore. But anyway, she, I know she wrote fifteen. I'm pretty sure she wrote the wedding as well. <laughs> <laughs> so um and me and her have a tumultuous past she's but also these writers are given like if they're if they're told you're writing episode whatever they're told the arc that they have to do and they just have to fill in the blanks right like you know what i mean like the individual art art bleh, bleh, bleh. the individual authors they're not authors writers writers screenwriters don't um they don't just get like carte blanche on like what they want to do, like the producers and showrunners. I feel like have you think this is going to sway me on anything. It's not. No, she's written some good episodes. I'm pretty sure she wrote. Uh, she wrote that, yeah. and I think she wrote both sides now too. I'm pretty sure she wrote the wedding and and both sides now, and then fifteen, That's and great. something and a, something else. We have a tumultuous past. There's been good points and low points, as with any show. Um, but and then directed once again by Metin. You're gonna do it this time. Houston. <laughs> You're getting so, better. So far, the Metin has directed one, two, and three of season of season two. He's on so, a roll. He's on a roll. Really loved him. Okay. So this episode. Let's see. It's good jelly. I don't well, this jelly. I can't remember it and it's because I have not watched season two episodes like as many times as season one. So I have a harder time like recalling it. But um Okay, so this episode opens mm-hmm. where – so we're in, like, Jamie and Claire's bedroom, but it's just Claire. Like, Jamie's not there. Claire's sleeping in the bed alone. It's, like, really – it's, like, we can tell it's, like, really early, early morning. Okay. Um, and Claire's in bed uh, alone, and then we can hear, like, the sound of a horse and carriage, and it, like, startles. Are you sure he's not under the blankets? <laughs> Look. Is he going for some English breakfast? In yeah. The honey, Maybe he's in, hungry. In the, in the honey pot? Yeah. Oh God! Why do you have to say that? I thought we were done with that. Oh no, we're never done with Honeypot. <laughs> Why are you reloading the bees for me? Oh, reloading the bees. No, uh, Jamie and Claire have not really been doing any of that so far this season uh, that we've seen. But so mm-hmm. Claire's very, so Claire's very, uh, so Claire's alone in bed. She hears the she hears the no. I just have like a freaking vision of J- Jamie's head popping into the covers. <laughs> She's like, hi, hi, hi. Sasanak. <laughs> <laughs> that visual is in my head now. Oh my god! You're welcome. Thanks for that. Um, but yeah, the sound of like a horse and carriage like kind of startles her awake, and so she gets out of bed to put her robe on, and it's. This is where I will say one thing, one gripe I have with season two is the passage, the passage of time is a little uh, disorienting sometimes. Because mm. last time we were talking about how they like, must like have been weeks, there almost yeah. five months. And, but yet Claire's barely showing. But, and yes, okay, first pregnancy, you might, you might not pop as quick or blah, blah, blah But like yeah. here, not that much time, it seems, has passed. But when she gets out of bed, like- She's like showing? Full bump. 
like full, oh. like she's deafs pregnant, like very right. prego. Um, she could, I'd say she's got to be a, a close to, she's got to be at least six months, like at least. Hmm. Okay. Like, so she, she's not like absolutely bursting, but it's not like a little bump. Like she's got a belly. <laughs> so you're like, okay, that's so where like, is the this time- right away? I, I don't think this is supposed to be months later. I would have assumed right. that we're at least maybe a few weeks after Versailles, but okay. I don't, So, but I don't know, maybe in three weeks, she just <laughs> really fucked. Okay, so they just went to Versailles, spent that one night and then left? I thought when you go to court, you well, stay at court. Uh, sometimes like they, they have the people that just stay at court. No, no, then- no, no. They're like guests because they still stay in the apartment and Jamie still has the, 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 wine and whiskey business and okay. and so they they have their apartment in Paris and they were just going for the the, the party or the event like I don't think they're like li- they're not living at Versailles they're not staying okay. at court they just they, they'll they'll go for a social engagement and then pop back <laughs> oh, okay right but yeah so Claire's like like full bump like pregnant pregnant Claire um and damn she looks she she rocks the pregnancy belly pretty well i gotta say with her like white shift where it's like kind of see-through yeah 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 where you can see her belly as she's around she has this really pretty fancy like robe over that she like throws over it like oh lady of the house coming through lady of the house (laughs) um but yeah so she's the tramp (laughs) is jamie the tramp (laughs) well not wrong <laughs> now I just have a vision of Claire and Jamie with spaghetti. Spaghetti? Yeah. I mean, I'm not wrong. He's a lovable they, tramp. Jamie but... would do that too. He'd be like Sassanak. <laughs> if he spaghetti. lived today to, in today's day and age and he saw Lady of the Tramp, he'd be like, Claire, can we do this? <laughs> yeah. He's a pasta noodle. <laughs> and Claire would be like, oh my God, fine. <laughs> Because he's a tramp. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's the, okay. And okay, but anyway, so she's walking. So she's walking through the art. So she's walking through, and she, you know, so she's going to like greet him or whatever. So she looks outside and into the little courtyard, and she can see. Okay, Jamie's carriage has arrived, and he's getting out, and we can hear him say to the to the footmen and the service and servants and stuff, being like, oh, "Do this. Uh, we're leaving in a few minutes." Um, so, Claire, so he's clearly been like out all night and is just getting home. And so then Claire mm-hmm. goes down to greet him. Um, and, uh, he's like, Oh, hello, Sassanac. And he, they're like walking through, they're kind of doing like a walk and talk, like West Wing oh, style, okay. you know? Yeah. And so like, he's frigging leaving shit all over the house that the servants are picking up, which apparently makes them happy. Suzette was really upset when Claire was too clean. <laughs> She's <laughs> messy. Madame, why, why do you make your own bed? It's not How dare you. Oh, madame, that would make me so happy. Um, and uh, and Claire kind of says, like, oh, another long night at Maison Elise. Right? So this is the the brothel oh. that he has to go to. Oh, with, to with Prince Charles. Right? Yeah, so he kind of yeah, has yeah, to yeah, do that yeah. duty. So Claire. Grabby McGrabsters. Right? So Claire knows, you know, he has got to go to this brothel to, like, to do this business or whatever. So she's like, oh, another long night at Maison Elise. And then Jamie's like, yeah. Basically, like, Yes. Um, I fear that Prince Charles is um, kind of run out of patience with me because he's been trying to stall this meeting right. with Duvernay and that kind of stuff. He's like, he's kind of to the point where like, I think he's kind of out of patience and he's demanded that I finally arrange a meeting with Duvernay right away. Um, and they're walking through the apartment and the servants are picking up after Jamie as he's leaving his belt and his sword and his like all of his things. And um, Claire's like, well, you know, it was bound to happen. It was, uh, it was 
bound to kind of happen sooner or later. And Jamie's like, okay, well, you know, I must go out again. He's like, I basically, I gotta go. Cause there's going to be a, gov- a government inspector coming to Jared's warehouse. So, uh, okay. cause that's the day job. Right. So he's right. like, I gotta, I gotta go and do that. And he's like, and then I've got to go back to Versailles for a game of chess with DuVernay. And then hopefully, and then back to Maison Elise, hopefully with DuVernay for another night with Charles or whatever. Right. Busy boy. Right. So he's like, oh, I suppose stopping Charles's rebellion is worth losing a bit of sleep. And then this is where Claire takes over from Magnus. Magnus has been like dressing him, putting his waistcoat on. Claire kind oh, okay. of takes over and is like getting her, getting her hubby ready. And she's like, uh, you know, I'm afraid you've lost more than a little bit of sleep. And he's like, ah, dinner fash, Sassanac. <laughs> I'll close my eyes on the journey to the palace, but I appreciate your concern. And then he goes in to kiss her and Claire like kind of reaches back and looks at him and he's like, smells and something. He's like, ah, true. Like he smells like booze and smoke and she's very right. pregnant. So yeah, <laughs> she's very like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he pulls away and he smells and he's like, oh, I reek of smoke. And she's like, and cheap perfume. <laughs> Ooh, yeah great I mean, combo That's all of that wanna. yeah and it, like I said the show doesn't really show her morning sickness but like she mentions it because she's even like yeah it doesn't exactly help my morning sickness but in the book her morning sickness is like pretty bad mm. <laughs> so she's all the time and, and Jamie's just like are you alive <laughs> <laughs> do you still have organs <laughs> there's something I can do for you and she's like I waved a hand at him to show them that I was still alive <laughs> like she's like I'm good I'm good Maybe bread, maybe not yet. I don't know if I can keep it down. Um, but yeah, so he goes in for a little peck and she's like, nope. And he's like, oh yeah, sorry. I, and then he's like, go back to sleep, Sasnak. You and the bear need rest. And he puts his hand on her bump for a second. And then he's like, and then he's like off to leave. He's like, oh, you know, you have a bit of time before you have to go join Louise and the ladies for tea. And Claire's like, mm, I wouldn't be want to be late for tea. Claire does not. I mean, she does it. She does her duty, but like, she doesn't love that. I think she likes Louise, but she doesn't particularly love Louise's ladies, you know? Oh, well, yeah. High society French ladies would not be my fun time the, the The superficial, yeah. all that kind of stuff, right? And so then Jamie... I mean, for anyone who's is that thing, no judgment. Like, if you were a French lady in the 17th century and you liked <laughs> wearing century. those... Eight, oh, yeah, 18th century. I have, that's weird. I know. I, I always that. have to count back one. Um, <laughs> Go up one. 18th century, and you like those, like, wigs and big hats and stuff. Like, Power to you. Yeah. Yeah, you do you. I love it for you, but good. That would drive me up the wall. <laughs> um, and then Jamie, like, grabs his sporin to, like, have money and stuff, and he walks away to leave. And Jamie's like, oh, you know about Claire having to go to tea. He's like, it's a tedious business, I grant you, but you never know. Today could be the day you learn some vital information to stop the rebellion. Um, and they're walking back. Isn't and Cla- he peppy? And Claire and Magnus are following him, are following him and Claire's like, mm. um, oh, and then, and then this is where he likes checking his sporn. And he's like, Christ, he's gone. Sonny. Remember Sonny? Like the little, the little wee snake that his brother. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. can't, f- he can't find it in his sporn. And then Claire's like, oh, I'm sure he's around here somewhere. And then Jamie's like walking down the stairs to leave. And he's like, ah, oh, Sasnak, like have the servants search the house for, for, for a wee wooden snake about this big. And I'm like, yo, Jamie, I think she remembers what it looks like. <laughs> she had to look at it in your belongings when she thought you were about to die. That was all that was left in the, in the box or whatever. So I'm pretty sure she remembers. He's like, a wee wooden snake about this big. Yeah. Sure, her memory isn't. I know pregnancy brain is a thing, but like hopefully she remembers what Sony looks like. <laughs> um, and 
she's like, don't worry, we'll look. And he's like, I'll leave it in your capable hands and puts the jacket on and leaves. Um, and he goes, give, give, give my regards to your ladies at tea. And then he leaves and Claire says to herself, they're not my ladies. <laughs> like She's like, <laughs> um, and now it cuts to, okay, now Claire is at Louise's like place apartment thing. And so you can see it's like Louise, Claire and Mary playing cards. And then all the ladies are like sitting around. (laughs) See, that would drive me nuts. And Claire's like, Ooh. And also anybody who's watched the show, this is a hello yellow dress. Her wardrobe is so good. God, the dresses, man. She looks, I mean, I know she hates this life, but damn, she looks good doing it. You're rocking it, Claire. So they're playing like cards or something. And then Mary is sitting there. And I, I don't think I said this last time, but Mary has a little bit of a stutter when she gets like nervous, oh, okay. like, like she can't yeah. get the words out. And so Mary, Mary out of nowhere just goes, I can't marry a Frenchman. And Claire kind of looks at her and Claire's like, you know, is, is there something wrong with Frenchmen? And Mary's like, you, you, you don't know about Frenchmen, how they... And then Louise looks at Claire and is like, you're English. Do you know what the hell she's talking about? <laughs> she's like, is this your English thing? <laughs> like, do you know what she's talking about? And Claire, and then Claire looks at Mary and, and you know, Claire's very, um, she's very nurse-like. She's very, she's not, although she laughed at Jamie when he said that he thought that, you know, you did it the back way, like horses you can. And she was like, Pfft. But she's usually pretty good at like not laughing to people's faces and that kind of stuff. So Louise is like ready to burst laughing and Claire's like trying to figure it out. And Claire's like, I'm afraid I I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And Mary's like, well, well, of course you wouldn't. Your, your husband is so gentle and kind. (laughs) Little do you know. (laughs) He loves himself. Ask him about his belt. His, oh shit. Yep. There's that. Well, I was going to make an English breakfast joke, but you're right, Brittany. I'm sure she didn't think he was gentle and kind that night. Nope. Oh, yikes. Don't worry. She made him pay for it. I'm pretty sure she kicked him in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Mary's like, um, I-, I know he doesn't trouble you in that way. And at this point, Louise is trying to like hold in a snicker. Like, like she's like so am i <laughs> right and then claire kind of like 90 percent know where we're going with this <laughs> she's like i know where this is going and claire like kind of gives louise a look and then goes mary, mary do you mean and then mary's like what, what, what they do in bed and louise at this point is laughing behind her cards like she has her cards in front of her face and is just dying and then mary goes my my maid said that a french that a frenchman's that, that a Frenchman's thing, you know, they put it between a lady's legs and Louise goes, no. <laughs> and Mary goes, yes. <laughs> and she goes, you made her so British. Oh Lord. <laughs> and she's young, right? She's probably like 15. Like she's young. Right. But she goes, Mary's like, just Louise goes, no. And Mary goes, Yes. <laughs> And then goes, an Englishman or, or even a Scot. And then she's like, I'm sorry, there's always a dig at the Scottish. She's like, I'm sorry, I mean, a man like your husband, surely he'd never dream of forcing his wife to endure something like that. Claire might have some yeah. different stories for you. She has not seen him go to Poundtown, apparently. 
<laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, he hasn't heard about the English breakfast either. Nope. Not at all. When he got a mouthful. We're just recycling jokes, but it's okay. They were good. I know. They were great. We can't just use them once. I we know. They were here. so good. We, had, we don't have new material yet. Cla- Jamie and Claire, just, there's some struggles in that department right now. Also, so we're just trying hard, to be green. It's good for the environment. Recycle. Just recycle. Reuse. Reduce, reuse, recycle, friends. Yeah. Um, and Louise's, Plus, the more we say it, it just gets funnier. It just gets so good. And then um, Louise Or the opposite. Fully, everyone hates us everyone's at this point. Like, but, you know. Oh, I hear that one more time. <laughs> yeah. They say the stupid English breakfast thing one, one more, more time. time. Um, could you imagine if we, like got t-shirts made like english breakfast <laughs> he had a mouthful What's of english breakfast? breakfast no he had a mouthful of english breakfast <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Ooh, and no and and anybody uh, nobody would understand what that means unless you nope. listen to the podcast which anyway. would just be just so on brand for us oh my god and so louise is like fully laughing uh. now and then claire's like oh oh honey Claire Claire looks and goes Mary I believe we need to have a little talk (laughs) need to clear up a few things for you Um, here and then Mary looks at Louise who's still laughing she's like men don't do things like that where I come from and Louise is like and where is that the moon (laughs) and then and then Mary goes no Seaford in Sussex and this is where Claire has like this is what I call, you know, that's so Raven when Raven used to have like a, a flash and it would like zoom in on her face. Oh, yes. Claire has like a moment where it like Claire's like, why huh? does Mary matter? And it zooms in and now we get a flashback. We get a flashback to um, uh, Claire and Frank, right? So <gasps> okay. we're getting we're getting a history flashback, right? Exposition Frank. Um, and so Frank is like, has he's annoying, but he's so helpful. He's, he's helpful to give some information. Right. And he goes, Oh, you know, this was an old book that I found in the, in my grandmother's attic in her house in Sussex. And, um, and then Claire Wait, is goes, that his grandmother. <gasps> well, and oh, so then she marries, she uh, well, marries the on. brother. Hold on. No, that <laughs> Brittany's can't be right. I, it's, yeah, it's, it's tricky, right? So that we're going to find out. And so and Claire's like, oh, so even your grandmother was a historian. And then Frank's like, oh, you know, all families recorded their births, deaths, and marriages in the front of the family Bible, apparently. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. And so that. he's like, so this one, he says this one only goes back seven generations, but they can find the line. They go back and it says, and then he says, your beloved husband got his start in 1746 when Blackjack Randall marries Mary Hawkins. That's the link. So Jonathan Wolverton Randall, it shows Mary's Mary Hawkins and produces Frank's direct ancestor that then continues to lead to Frank. Brittany's jaw's dropping right now, friends. She's like, ew. <laughs> ew. So that's where Frank comes from. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's this what, little Mary? This little Mary. It's gonna end with blackjack. What's, where's the brother? What happened to the brother? What happened to the French man? To be determined, my darling. I knew Blackjack wasn't dead. <laughs> well, because, oh, well, and now we know that it's 1746 when they get married. Well, I mean, I already knew it, but, and I knew it was confirmed last semester. Last, last semester. Last semester. I'm in finals, guys. It's yeah, just all in it's my all brain. all in the here. brain. Um, well, and it gives you a clue to kind of, because remember when Claire in the uh, finale or second last episode, when Claire whispers, she's like, I know the day you will oh, die. She whispers in his ear. So yeah. maybe this is giving us a clue as to the what she whispered in his ear. 
Right. 1746. Anything else important happening that year? Maybe. Claude, I don't know. Claudin? When did Claudin? Claudin? What is Seven, the word? Claudin. Seven, 1746? 1746 as well. Oh. So it's so it's showing. Okay, in 1746 is when Jonathan Wolverton Randall and Mary Hawkins get together and and produce like the direct ancestor for Frank. That's um, disgusting. I'm unhappy. So yeah, I'm you sure Claire's married. I'm sure Claire's not thrilled either. <laughs> so now, Mary isn't either. Nobody's winning in this situation. Well, luckily, Mary doesn't know yet. Um, and I then, think her DNA would know. Like, your full, every past self and possible self would know that that happened and just never be happy. No wonder she's unhappy and has a stutter all the time. One possibility is that she ends up with Frank. <laughs> I mean, not Frank, whatever, Blackjack, Fra- whatever his name Frank, is, any Frank of Frank would be her, like, six times great-grandson or something. I don't know, how, however many, like, great-great-great-great-great-grandson or something. Every – in possibility of your ever existence and cell would just be unhappy about your whole <laughs> like, being this is not a good day um no. and like, so now, i know where i'm gonna end up and it's awful so for i think mary has no clue at this point right now her biggest problem is she's engaged to be married to this old dude will stay with old him. french dude and stay. so now and so now it flashes back and so we're back in the present past with claire and claire's like ooh, and um this is where Louise is like, ma chère Claire. And, and Mary's like, are you all right? I, I, I hope I didn't upset you. <laughs> and Claire's just like, okay. And so now it cuts to. Yeah, that's your like weird grandma in-law. Great, 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 great <laughs> so grandma true. in-law. So true. <laughs> weird. Very weird. And so now it cuts to, okay, so now it's Claire and she's like leaving. Um, she's leaving Louise's to get into her carriage to. And she's got this fabulous, like, silk yellow, uh, like, yellow cloak on, like, big hood. Like, Belle. So good. Um, And we get a voiceover. And Claire looks, again, one of her best facial expressions, the distressed face. (laughs) (laughs) She looks distressed. God being from the future is rank with a lot of burden. (laughs) It does not sound fun. (laughs) Of all the shit that you know. With great knowledge comes great responsibility. And just not a good time. Mm-hmm. Great, you know, um, and all this Time stuff. Travel like, is tricky. What do I do with? And then what do I do with it? Well, what stop do I that. Change? Yes. But if she stops that, Frank doesn't exist. I don't care. Don't care. Don't care the time so now, that you cause. Don't so care. Now, but and then, but then there's also what, the you want to sacrifice this poor little innocent lamb. Well, and here's the thing too. It's it, again, it depends on how time travel works, but it's like, okay, if Frank didn't exist, would Claire have ever traveled back in time? I don't care. And would she risk, have ever been there? That's a risk you willingly take because then if she isn't there, then it would happen again. And then she would be there. And then it would just be a continuous loop. I don't that would know. Correct itself. I don't know. <laughs> Brittany's version of time travel logic. It's family guy logic and it's perfect. It's airtight. Okay. Go talk to Stewie. I don't know if uh, he's been uh, using a time machine for 18 seasons. He's got this down. I don't know if, um, well, actually he didn't have it in the first season. I don't know if uh, Outlander subscribes to this theory. uh, Well, it should. How things happen, especially with, again, that thing of like, did Claire always go back or did Claire going back cause things or is stuff inevitable and going to happen anyway? We know they're trying to stop Claudin and it, doesn't so seem Mary. like that 
worked. Anywho, but anyway, so then she leaves and we have a voiceover and she's like, somewhere in the back of my mind, I must have known if Jack Randall really died at Wentworth, he could not later wed Mary Hawkins and Sire Frank's direct ancestor. And in that case, Frank himself would have never existed. So she's like, of course he couldn't have already been dead because then Frank wouldn't have freaking existed and this gold band on my finger wouldn't exist. Like, duh. And then, yeah, so there's maybe. like, so then there's like, so it's, it's a carriage, you know, she's in the carriage along the streets. And then she says, perhaps I hadn't allowed myself to think about it until now, but I was faced with the terrible knowledge that Frank's very existence de- now depended on black, blackjack, j- uh, on Randall living at least another year, which the timeline now confuses me because, okay, we were in 1744 maybe mid 1744 we know Culloden is april 1746 yeah. but she needs him to live for a year so are we in early 1745 now but she's pregnant so this is i'm gonna so i don't know outlander did you mess up your timeline a little bit i'm not sh- someone else explain this to me i feel this is what i'm saying i feel like season two the timeline maybe they say if he lives for a year if he gets her pregnant in one year he can yeah. die She's still, but as long as she pregnant conceives, for, maybe, maybe that I don't maybe know. Maybe that's what that's she, she's she's basically saying that Frank's existence is contingent on Randall living at least one more year. Or I guess is kind of what she's saying. So now we're back, and Claire arrives at the apartment, and Magnus like welcomes her home, and is like, "Madame, while you were out, you received three invitations to dinner parties and salons." And this and this for, for the next week. And Claire's like, great, <laughs> my favorite activity. <laughs> um, and he's like, and the search for the little wooden snake continues, or the little wooden creature continues, but fear not, we'll keep looking. And the then Bonnie he says, Prince, take it. <laughs> Could you, he would. Yeah, that's he's like, on mine. On I want it. Yeah. Um, and mark then, me. mark me, James, I want this. <laughs> um, and, then he, and then he goes, oh, and I also found this in the kitchen. And it's kind of like this like lace like handkerchief. I think it's maybe one of the things that she might wear around her dresses or something. Like, like a it's a lacy thing. Kind of maybe one of those like lacy things. And then Claire is like frustrated and, and is in a mood right now. <laughs> Claire is in a fucking mood right now. <laughs> and she's like, I gave this to Suzette to mend. <laughs> Claire's a, yeah, Claire's in a mood right now. And then so Claire enters Suzette's quarters and then we can hear Suzette like giggling. And Claire's like, Suzette, did I not ask you to mend? And then she opens the curtain and there's Suzette in bed on top of someone with her boobs out looking going, sorry, well, madame. Three episodes of the boobs, so. We needed to see some. You know, Who is she, she goes, on top of? Is this Jamie? So she, I'll murder him. <laughs> How could you fucking imagine? I will murder him. <laughs> Murder. Well, your pregnant wife is right there. Oh my Murder. God, Brittany. How could you ever think he would do that to her? I don't know. This is an extravagant reveal. <laughs> and then maybe so he was see- looking for Sonny and then she found Sonny. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ew, what could you imagine if he show. called his thing Sonny? That would be gross. <laughs> his little like nickname, my little wee Ew. Sonny. Yeah. <laughs> we just ruined Sonny for everyone. Um, but yeah, so now her boobs are out and she goes, oh, I know my lady, did you need something? And then now we see who she on top of, Myrta. <gasps> so they've been getting it in, right? And Claire's just like, no, and storms out. <laughs> nope. Nope. Don't like it. And nope. then she, nope. Claire storms out. So now, nope. so now, Brittany's not a fan of this. No. Suzette and Myrta sitting in a tree. 
What the? Hey, I guess that's Actual I-N-G. what? I don't know. I'm getting it in. So that's that's happening. And Claire's like, oh, great. Okay. So then Claire's... I go back. Put Jamie under her. No! <laughs> I will not allow it. Not allow it. So then now Claire storms out. And so then now Claire is sitting in one of the other rooms. They have a lot of rooms. Um, and now she's sitting there mending the, the, the kerchief herself. And then Myrta yes, enters. In a mood. <laughs> she's in a fucking mood right now. <laughs> she's sticking I mean, with a needle. I would. Well, and it's like, okay, she's pregnant. So I've never been pregnant myself, but I do know that like hormone, pregnancy hormones are a thing. Yeah. And um, there's like a person inside kicking your organs. That's and you're, not you fun. start to get not comfortable. You sick in the morning. Yeah. So there's that. She just you found out. You can't drink out, wine. Although I think they don't know that at this time because Claire drinks a lot. And I Googled and well, I don't think. super good for you. Well, non-alcoholic beer, it's got, got a lot of B vitamins. But she drinks really a lot of whiskey and stuff. And I think I Googled this because I'm like, Claire's from the 40s. Would she not know? Yeah, Apparently, no, they don't know fetal alcohol. Since no, it was, it was like early 70s, 70s or something yeah. before they discovered that. So she would have had, even as a medical professional, no idea. No, so, fetal alcohol syndrome. There was big research done in the 70s. Yeah, so she wouldn't have had any knowledge of it. Um, so she drinks a lot for a Also, that was when the, the big, big, um, with the opiate crisis. That was, well, not yeah but the all the the uh babies being born addicted to everything that's yeah, when all those big women, studies happened they're like mm, something's up here yeah 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 and they finally realized that like what mom is doing affects a lot affects more baby yeah 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 but yeah so i mean she's pregnant there's pregnancy hormones probably uncomfortable you're getting kicked morning sickness on top of that she just kind of put it together that um in order for frank to exist randall needs to still be around for the next year and mary hawkins is her former husband's six-time so great-grandmother so there's like all of this stuff and then she walks in and it's like suzette you asked me to give you things to do and then i tell you to do something and you don't do it and then i find you boinking Murta. <laughs> yeah also well Myrta? i when claire's like well i'm also not getting any right now and i walk in uh, and fucking Murta and suzette <laughs> unhappy I'm unhappy. So Claire, with, you know what? I'm on with Claire a thousand percent right now. I'm unhappy too. Just like passively aggressively, like sewing. Okay. Yep. Just and then so Myrtle walks in and looks and looks at her and goes, and he's just like, I won't apologize for spending time. Okay, with just shut up. If, if you just have a mind shut up, Myrtle. Just shut up. Don't even talk. Get out of here. Get out. So then what Claire says. And Ew. Claire goes, he shouldn't even talk. How could, how dare he even open his mouth right now? <laughs> I hate Marta so much. <laughs> I love him. Oh my God. And so, and then Claire says, what you do with your time is your own concern. And Marta's like, ah, it is. And she goes, but don't you have anything else you could be doing? I know Suzette certainly does. It's in the middle of the day after all. And then Myrta looks at her and goes, as a matter of fact, I don't. And since when did you become such a priggish scold? <gasps> I had to Google that up. It's like snobby, self-righteous nag. I'm like, okay. I hate him. So you just insulted her. You grumpy, crotchety, wicked, annoying man. Oh, I hate him anybody, so much. Anybody who was hoping that Brittany would come around on Myrta this season so far, not going so great. Uh, we're, we're only How three episodes in. How dare he talk? <laughs> How dare he say words? But anyway, so he says, breathe. Get out of the house. Go away. Why are you here? Go with Jamie and do something useful for once. <laughs> what has he ever done that is useful? 
Nothing. He has made every situation worse, and now he's insulting Claire when she's pregnant. <laughs> I hate him so much. Oh my god, I'm dying. So he says, since when did you become such a priggish scold when it comes to frolicking between the sheets? Because he's walked in on them doing stuff. I'll get rude. Yeah, give them don't privacy. walk into people's... I, that's another thing. Stop walking into people's rooms when she's they're not, And also, walk. Claire's not a prude. She can do her thing, but this is where Claire snaps a little bit, and she's upset. And she, Claire goes, you can mind your own bloody business and remember who runs this house. Thank you, Claire. She snaps a little bit. You're not going to like this turn, though. And then Myrta turns to leave. And then Claire kind of, like, paces and, like, regains her composure. And she's like, Myrta, I'm sorry. That was unforgivably rude. I'm just not myself right now. And she starts pacing. He called you. No, 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 no. He name called first. Don't you dare apologize to that brute. (laughs) He wants to call self-righteous. What do you do, Myrta? What is your use? Yeah, You have nothing to do. You're literally contributing nothing right now. What are you doing? She's still making connections, trying to find dirt. Jamie's running around doing whatever with the prince doing nonsense. What are you doing except criticizing people and making things more complicated? Absolutely zip. Nada, nothing. Oh my gosh. Nothing in this situation. You are contributing nothing. You are not helping. You're not even being supportive. You're not even helping Claire. You're not helping anyone. Go do something besides the maid. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So we see how Brittany's feeling about this. Unacceptable. So then, you know, he says to her, like, no, no, you're not. And he goes and walks beside her. Like, he's like, okay, I can tell you're not being yourself. Okay. And then. Uh, No, no. Don't even use that excuse that she is allowed to be mad right now. Don't you dare say this. This is a lot of, there are a lot of things. Okay. And then so Claire says to him, Jack Randall is alive. And Myrta's like, what? No, I, (laughs) you're going to get so mad. He goes, no, I saw him lying dead with my own eyes bleeding on the stone floor. Yeah, you can't even do that. You can't even (laughs) tell a man is dead properly. That's how useless you are. You not even kill him. You just can't even make sure he dies. That is how Uh, absolutely useful, useless you are. okay. Okay. One job, Myrta, make sure the man's dead. Could you do it? Nope. Could you even figure out that you couldn't do it? Nope. Could you even figure out the information that you couldn't figure out that you were wrong? No. Claire had to do it all. Good (laughs) Lord. (laughs) Holy hell, guys, I'm dying. Okay. So then Claire says, Brittany's just... So Claire says, apparently he's made a miraculous recovery. You're going to be so pissed off by the end of this scene. And so she tells him about how she ran into Alex Randall at Versailles and, and has recovered. And Myrta's like, recovered. And Claire says, injured in the line of duty is how he put it. And then he goes, Jesus, what? Randall really is the devil's spawn. And then he says, you haven't told Jamie? And Claire says, no. And Myrta says, good. And Claire's like, is it? Because Claire's been really wrestling with this, right? Her face also breaks my heart at that moment. Like, she just goes like, is it? Like, she's really not sure. And, and then Myrta says, I, unless you want to see him running back to Scotland and seek his vengeance, that would most likely end with Jamie being arrested or hanged, whether he kills Myrta or not. And then Claire's like, but I'm- Kills I li- Myrta. Yeah, kill Myrta. Or kills, whether he kills Randall or not. Sorry. That whether was Freudian kills- slips. See, you agree with me. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> and then or Claire's like- die. And then Claire's like, um, but I'm living a lie. And then Myrta's like, you're, you're keeping a secret to save his life. And if it keeps the lads from running off into a blind fury to meet his maker at the end of a rope, I'll be keeping that secret with you. And then he's like, and you, Myrta, so you are just, just the devil. Why do you make everything worse? (laughs) This is going to blow up so terribly. And he's going to get mad at her. (laughs) You think the fact that he's going to Versailles where the Duke is 
with the dude that yes. knows that you think that's not gonna come out does he not think does marta not you does he not have a brain why is he here why does she talk to him don't <laughs> listen to him he has he is not helpful nothing he's ever tried to do has helped he's helpful <laughs> why are you nice oh. on this Oh, Tell man. him. Well, luckily we know the Duke has gone back to England for a bit, but he did say for he's coming bit. back. Yeah, and you don't think no so one time in, is in ticking, all of darling. Versailles knows that either? <clears throat> this is going to be out, kept out of France. No one is going to figure this out until Jamie. Oh, dear. Well, so that's where they're at. And then he says, I now, if you don't mind, I have some business to finish. And he goes to leave and Claire's like, I don't suppose you've ever thought of birth control, have you? And he's like, control. And she's like, never mind. I'll pick something up for Suzette. There, you know, being like, I don't want Suzette to get knocked up. And that's how that scene ends. <laughs> so now I'm so mad right now. <sighs> so we're at 45 minutes, still got a lot to go through, but Brittany has feelings. Poor Suzette. Why does Suzette have to end up with him? I what mean, did that to her? That poor woman. What did she do? Okay, she didn't fix Claire's thing. That's she's having fun. Under favor. But that she's doesn't mean she doesn't fun. she deserves Murta. Where's Angus? They ain't gonna get married. They just frolicking in the sheets. That's even for that. She deserves better than Murta. She deserves better than Murta. She has. She, she has doesn't better get standards. Jamie. I will not let you give Fine. her Jamie. Angus. Don't do that to Claire. Fine, Angus. <laughs> Bring Angus, Angus over. over. Hey, Angus. Yeah, Suzette deserves an Angus. Okay, funny, weird sense of humor, but like a good person. Angus. Yes. Okay. And now, so Stop now. Murta. So now we cut to, I think we're at Versailles, I think, with Jamie and DuVernay playing chess, right? And basically the gist of this conversation is that DuVernay says that um, they, France had, a, had an involvement with, with Austria that depleted our resources. The king is not inclined to, to fund another foreign adventure so easily. have to um, say that's a good call on France's part, but they really should need to play that hand a lot more often <laughs> and people would keep their heads people would keep their heads and then he's like but you know i'm here to play chess not debate politics and then jamie says well what is politics but chess on a grand scale and then jamie's really good at chess and keeps beating him Brittany didn't like that line i hated that line <laughs> her face I like that. That, was, that was terrible politics is, a, is it a game of chess strategy that's such a um, no you know i don't like those like throwaway gimme lines yeah, yeah okay fair, that are just fair. like so yeah maybe a little too on the nose mm-hmm. okay fair enough so anyway jamie beats him because jamie's very good at chess and then um and then jamie's like now back to the issue like you asked when we first met if you could be of service and then duvernay's like well if you wanted my help uh, wouldn't be a bad idea to lose a game once in a while. <laughs> and then Jamie's like, I respect you too much to allow a cheap victory. And then he's like, I give you permission to to, to respect me less. Um, and then he's like, okay, how can I help? And then Jamie says that he wants him to tell Prince Charles what you, tell Prince Charles what you told me um, about how the the king has kind of isn't isn't going to be is going to be wary of giving funds or whatever um and duvernay's like why and then jamie's like scotland can't bear another failed rebellion like we must not invade until we are certain we have the resources and finances to win and then so he's still playing the like i'm a jacobite this is the cause i want yeah but right but he's playing it the until we have the money and resources we can't because scotland won't survive it right um and then the duke says okay well um I can't myself or my, the king can't speak officially um, because again, Prince Charles isn't recognized or whatever. 
um, Jamie says, you know, we could meet unofficially in a place that regard that requires discretion. And so he's like going to take him to Maison Elise. And then he's like, Oh, if my wife were to find out, and he's like, your wife need not know. You can honestly tell her you're simply out with me playing chess. <laughs> I didn't like that. Didn't, didn't like, like it. Didn't, didn't like it. it. You know, they no. tried. They tried to be clever. They did. They did. I, I, and not a terrible attempt. Not great. Not not your fave. Not your fave. No. Okay. So now we cut to Claire still in her gorgeous yellow cloak with hood thing, and she's now going back to Master Raymond's apothecary to get some birth control supplies for Suzette. Um, Why so, doesn't she just find some poison? And give it to Myrta. Save everyone some trouble. Because I feel like Jamie would be upset with her if that happened. You don't like Myrta. You know what? Claire and Jamie do. Jamie has bigger fish to fry with getting upset. Also, would he even notice he's not there? <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, Just so put a she, brooding broomstick in the corner. You'd be fine. You'd be fine. Also, what's interesting, too, like, Claire super stands out because of the colors that she's wearing. Like, everything's a little more muted and gray tone, and she's in this, mm. like, beautiful freaking gold yellow silk satin thing right um and so she goes and she sees the comte saint germain leaving the apothecary and then um you know you can hear the comte saying like naturally monsieur raymond this must stay between us and then the comte looks at claire and claire tries to get the fuck out of there <laughs> claire sees they make eye contact and she's like huh? and she tries to turn around to leave and then master raymond sees her and is like oh madonna what a pleasure it is to see you again and claire's like okay busted turns around has to slowly take her hood off and then her and the the comte stare at each other and then he's like monsieur raymond's like oh i believe you know the comte and she curtsies to him and then claire's like yes we are we are acquainted um and then you yeah, don't like him and then the comte walks right up to her and is like yes indeed all in french and then walks away and then Claire looks at Master Raymond and says, like, are you always that friendly with your so-called enemies? And then Master Raymond says, sometimes mutual interests force us to associate. We do not like or um, but associate with people that we do not like or trust. And he's like, you know, come inside. Tell me what it is I can help you. So, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil things. But yeah, so they clearly maybe have mutual interests, but like he doesn't. They're not buddy buddy. Um, and so now we're inside the apothecary and Master Raymond's like, what is it that I can you help think, you with? Say that. All I can think of is Rose apothecary. Rose's apothecary. Such a I know. More I'm, peaceful place. I'm surprised that, that it took this long for that to come up. Well, honestly. it kept popping up in my head, but then I was like, finally, you've said it like three times. And I'm like, mm, David and Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> a very different type of apothecary. Very different. I don't know if they're selling birth control herbs at theirs. I don't know. They have, it's a general store for everything. So it could maybe, you know, just more, it's a pill instead of a freaking concoction. In a Um, like beautiful little like glass jar with a little rose label on it. How cute. Um, so yeah, it's body milk (laughs) goes on your body (laughs) everywhere. Um, okay. So yeah. So Claire says to him, I'm interested in stopping a pregnancy and he goes, ah, and he gives her like this wary look and she's like, it's not for me. And I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah. that ship has fucking sailed. <laughs> oh, no, not at that point. Well, and, but again, I don't know if it's not super obvious that she's pregnant when she's in clothes because she's still wearing a corset and shit. Oh, yeah. That can't be. Good. Look. No, also, that can't be. Good. No wonder com- she's I've effing like miserable. Com- 
Yeah, I've heard it's not comfortable to be in like pants, like sweatpants when you're Let pregnant. Let alone a freaking corset in all those layers. A petticoat on? I'd be like, get out of here with that. You want to put stockings on me? Everyone could go die. Thank like, you. Like, no wonder she's grumpy sometimes. Yeah. I'd, I'd be like, grumpy too. Yeah, I'd burn the corset. But so he gives, and she's like, oh, it's not for me. Um, and he goes, oh, okay. And then he tells his his serving, like, help helper person, Delphine, okay, go prepare this. And he That's goes, such oh. a pretty name. Delphine. That's um, really pretty. And then he says, oh, Isn't good. that what you call the, I thought Del, Delphine is what you Oh, Defont, yeah, the 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 prince, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's um, what it is. And so then he he's like, "Oh, good, okay, maybe perhaps mugs work, mug wart." And then she picks up another jar, and she's like, "Monkshood," and he's like, "Ah, oh, be careful with that." And she's like, "I know that this is poison. I'm not dumb." She's like, "But I'm not Give aware." She's Give like, I'm, "I'm not aware of any medicinal uses for it." Basically, she's like, "Why the hell do you have poison in your shop? Like, this doesn't Give it to help anything." And he goes, "And then Murta." okay okay we know how you feel my darling and then he's like yeah and, and then he's like i don't think you do oh i've coming through loud and clear <laughs> um he's like i'm not aware of any or she's like i'm not aware of any medicinal uses for it and he's like nor am i madonna really likes to call her madonna and she's like and yet you still sell it and he's like i have it in my shop i don't necessarily sell it and then he says that's a very that's a witty line. Okay, I like that. See, mm-hmm. that He's was like, good writing. I have it in my shop. And then he says, what I sell to my customers who usually in a moment of passion want to poison their enemies is bitter cascara. And Claire nods. And he, so he says, um, the, the effect is very immediate. The stomach seeks to purge itself and dwell. And Claire says, okay, it makes the enemy suffer visibly, but it doesn't kill them. And he's like, precisely. And the poisoner attributes their recovery to intervention on the part of a priest or some counter spell. No one dies and the customer is satisfied. And Claire's like, so, um, so you're a candy businessman and a humanitarian, <laughs> like not trying to kill people, just, you know, trying to let people think things. that they are right. And they just have like the worst case of like stomach That's, pain yeah, and like think that they're dying in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, and then, uh, 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 and then he, and then he says, okay, so who, who's the contraception for? And then she says, my lady's maid. And he's like, oh, it's usually the other way around. It's usually the maid that buys a preventative for her lady. So the lady can maintain the pretense of fidelity. So he, I guess when she said, when he kind of thought it was for her, I guess it's common. A lot of women get that said, when they're having yeah. affairs and stuff. Uh. So Claire's like, I'm not having no affair. Also. Bro, I'm super knocked up right now. It's not going to help. <laughs> yeah. like, not the issue I'd be worrying about. The ship has sailed. And, you know, and then she says, well, I'm an unusual lady. She's like, at least I used to be. And she kind of sits down with a sigh. And he goes over and he's like, he's like, what, what's the matter, madam? And he, madam, madam. Uh, and Claire's like, oh, nothing. And he doesn't believe her. And then she goes, okay. You know, since I've come to Paris, my life has gotten more conventional by the day. And I suppose uh, so have I. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's no big deal, which is, it's, which that sounds like a throwaway line, but if you really think about it, it's so true. Like Claire has never been like a conventional woman, like from when she was a little girl, right? Like her parents died at eight years old and she was raised by her uncle who was like an archeologist. So she spent her formative years into adulthood traipsing around archeological digs and da 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 met Frank at like 19, got married by what? 21 was serving in the war. Yeah. Right. And then it ends. She has a couple months of normalcy and then it's hurtled back in time. Right. So she's yeah. never 
been like the housewife, the conventional life, right? So I would imagine that like Paris is a struggle for her because it's like a accentuated from even the forties, and on yeah. top of it, she's like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is not my forte, right? Um, and so then this is where Master Master Raymond um says um well have you ever considered putting your medical talents to use and this is where he mentioned something to her called uh l'hôpital des anges um suddenly i doubt my hospital? french i no it's a n g e s uh not orange it's like not orange it's le hospital des anges ah okay i hear you now yeah 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 l'hôpital des anges um he says it's it's, a, it's always looking for help and claire's like what is that and he's like oh it's a charity hospital it's mostly run by nuns they do their best they can but they have to rely on medical volunteers and he's like and not all of them are as perceptive as you are <laughs> you know again claire would be probably the the best physician in the world right now yeah even as only only a nurse in the 40s yeah. um and then master raymond says um you know, or yeah, says so something to the fact of like, not all of the other volunteers are as perceptive as you or as in need of helping others. Um, as, uh, and then he gives her the mugwort and she smiles and leaves. And so then the next scene is Claire and Myrta arriving at L'Hôpital d'Ange and she's had a costume change. So she's dragged Myrta because a lady can't travel around unaccompanied. So she's like had to like drag Myrta and then so they, they get out and then Myrta goes, this is, this is why you rushed home and harried me along with you. And there's, so it's like kind of like a cathedral type church. There's steps. She's there's going a lot to volunteer of- to help at a hospital and he's still cranky about it. <laughs> Good Lord. I hate that man. She can't do anything. Right. Um, and so, um, and there's, there's like a lot of like probably poor folk sitting on the steps and the nuns are giving them food. And that kind of stuff. And then, and Claire's reaction is so different. Claire lights up when she sees the hospital. She's like, like Yeah, because she's happy. like a good and decent person and he's a pile of garbage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she says to him, you don't even have to come inside if you don't want. Just stay with the carriage, basically. And then Myrta says to her, Jamie will not like this. And she's like, he'll be happy if I'm happy. And then she goes inside. <laughs> oh, now, now you care about what Jamie thinks, but not with the secret you're keeping. You're keeping that secret. <laughs> um, and so now we're inside the hospital and we can see there's like beds, nuns, all this kind of stuff. And there's, there is a nun. I think her name is Sister Angelique. She legit, this actress legit goes up to Katrina's shoulder. Like it's, she's so tiny. I know, Aww. I know Katrina's tall. Um, she's, I think she's about my height or maybe a little bit taller. Um, you know, supermodel and all, but like, like this woman must be five feet tall because she's legit up to her shoulder, That's cute. right? Um, and she's kind of showing Claire around, and then she says to her, like, "Is you know, is this what you thought, madam?" And she's like, "Claire's like, yes, it's exactly as I imagined." And then she sees some of the men like doing their thing, doctoring and all that kind of stuff, and she goes, "Oh, are those the physicians?" Um, and then Sister Angelique says, oh, well, it's as close as we get. They volunteer because they're interested in the medical arts. She's like, this Monsieur Lovren or whatever is a butcher by trade and he's our muscle and bone specialist. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I mean, I mean, you fair. would know, I guess. And then Mr. Monsieur but Parnell. Like, what kind of butcher? 
<laughs> you want it to be the right way of a dream. And then Monsieur Parnell has a trusses business. I looked trusses as like creating beams and stuff like that. I had to Google it. I'm like, what's a truss again? Um, he's our, he's our, uh, you, uh, urinoscopist pretty like, you know, urology, all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Kidneys, urine, like yeah. all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and then at this point, enter this little tiny dog named Bouton and this uh, nun, Mother Hildegard. So she's the grand matron. And the actress that plays Mother Hildegard, Frances, I think her name is Frances Delacour? Delacour or Delacour? pretty name. Delacour. So pretty. That's the actress's name. And Brittany, you will know her from, what is the name of the headmistress from Beau Baton in Goblet of Fire? The headmistress of Beau Baton? What's what? her Did name? Madame Maxine? Is that her name? In Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire, remember? They have Bobaton, the, the girls. Oh, become like the main yes. mistress. I think her name's Madame Maxine. She's the giant. I think you're right. Yeah. It's the same actress. Oh, okay. So like, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so her name's Mother Hildegard. And so she kind of comes in and Sister Angelique introduces Claire to her and Madame Hildegard's kind of looking her over because Claire's dressed obviously like fancily as well too. She's totally thinking Claire's this like whatever aristocrat society lady that wants to feel good by donating and is going to run off in seconds. Oh, yeah, like white savior complex? Well, and just wants to come in, doesn't know what she's doing, has doesn't have a stomach for it, you know. Yeah. She does not know our Claire. Um, and so introduces herself and she goes, oh, Brock Turek, you're Scottish then. And Claire says, English, my husband's a Scot. And she goes, how can we help you? Is one of your servants here today? Um, and then Claire says, no, no, no. Like, as I mentioned to Sister Angelique earlier, um, I have some medical skills that I thought might be useful here. And Madame Hildegard's like, Mother Hildegard's like, um, okay, indeed, doesn't really believe her. And then tells uh, the Sister Angelique, like, find me, lady, something to do. So now we're cutting to the next scene and they've put Claire on the task of going around and emptying the bedpans. But you know what? It doesn't face her. It doesn't bug her. You know what I mean? She's like, okay, she's, she's, she's got an apron on. She's going away. She she was in the army. She knows you got to work your way up. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's not, she's not fussed about it. So she's pushing around a big pot, emptying the bedpans and mother Hildegard is watching her. Right. Just kind of like eyeing her. Right. And then Claire sees that there's this one woman lying in a cot that really doesn't look great. And then she can see that there's like a beaker of of white or no yellow liquid collected beside her. And Claire being Claire is like, hmm, wonder if I can diagnose this, (laughs) you know, no, no, no. It's urine. Um, They're doing like, like a sample or whatever. Right. And so, and so Claire kind of goes over and picks up the thing, picks up the beaker and starts smelling the urine. And at this point, Mother Hildegard's like, hmm. And it's like walking over and is interested watching her. And then Claire says like, um, you know, undoubtedly this is urine, but without chemical tests, like what conceivable use could a sample be? Like, she's like, I have a sample, but I can't test it. I can't do it. What can I, what can I, what information can I get out of this? So then Claire does. She tastes it. She dips her finger lightly and yeah. puts it on her tongue, really, like just a tiny amount. It's not something I would do, but I I'm heard sure that's she's done a worse. really good test. 
like well, to and test how someone how someone's kidneys is doing is like the taste of the urine. Yeah, right. Well, it's like a medically viable. It's test. a literally yeah. Claire's not dumb. Like she knows it. Sh- it's yeah. it grosses me. Something about like also, if it's watery, if it's salty, if it's sweet. Yes, you can get. Well, and that's exactly what she's doing it for. Because the mother yeah. mother Hildegard comes over and it says, "Can you can you tell what she suffers from?" And she's like, "Maybe." And then so she asks the woman like are you thirsty? And the woman's like, yes, I'm always thirsty and I'm always hungry, but no matter how much I eat, no flesh gathers on my bone. And then Claire says that you know, her voiceover says that she suspected, she suspected the cause, but it, she had to take a moment to recall the 18th century term for diabetes. I was going to say that sounds like diabetes. Yeah. yeah. So, but she's like, it's not called diabetes at this time. Okay. So what do I call it? So then she says to mother Hildegard, I think she suffers from sugar sickness. So she would be able to tell yeah. You know, whatever. Right. And then Ma- mother Hildegard says like, can you tell if she will recover? And she kind of walks her away and is like, she won't, I'm afraid she won't last the month because there's, there's no insulin. Like you can't, yeah. unfortunately that's something that is not, yeah. That there's an, it's not curable. Yeah. You can't you do can't anything. Just, right. We're so, you know, unlike, to, un- unlike today. Yeah. You can't get um, an insulin injection. Yeah. Blood sugar tests and stuff. Cause yeah. Cause then what, can't like, even, even test if you, it. yeah, that's the thing. Even if you had insulin, how do you start testing it to monitor insulin levels? And, yeah. And like, okay, yeah. I'm going to try to give her sugary thing like fruits and but yeah, it would be the chances of like sustaining that. And she already looks pretty rough. Right. Um, yeah. and, so she, and plus, she says, do, you, do you know how much nerve damage is done by that point? Yeah, if you're exactly. that bad, she's looks rough. Your nerve, yeah, you're yeah. done. Yeah, your kidneys are shot. You're, shot, yeah. right? So, um, and so Claire's like, I'm afraid she won't last the month. And Mother Hildegard says, like, that's what Monsieur Parnell said. I've never seen a woman who knew the science of ur- urinoscopy before. Perhaps you could help. Maybe you could go help Sister Angelique dress the wounds of a young boy over there with scrofula, which I didn't Google and I don't know what that is. But so she's kind of impressed her a little bit. She's like, all right, I'm gonna give you a little bit, a little bit more to do. So now, cut to next scene. We're at Maison Elise, and we can oh, see yay. Maison Maison Elise, and we can see there's like a young boy um, who's like working there. Clearly, is like a the servant, like picking up food and stuff. But we can see he's walking around and like pickpocketing from the <laughs> the guests <laughs> or whatever. So he's like whoop whoop, um, right? And so now it's Duvernay, Jamie, and Prince Charles like sitting at a table talking. And Duvernay tells the prince that the king has approved Spain for a loan. So um, French merchants have taken their business out of the country to avoid an increase in taxes that we've had to levy. Um, and Duvernay is also getting very distracted by the ladies too. And then Prince Charles says, you know, I understand wars are expensive. And Jamie's like, yes, yes, in blood and in gold. So he thinks this is like, going to plan and then not going to plan prince charles says you know which is why i would never approach the king with empty promises or empty pockets i have already secured the vast majority of funds for our cause and jamie's like "Mm -hmm. (laughs) what (sighs) has this boy been doing behind my back and duvernay looks at jamie and he's kind of surprised he goes you have and then prince charles says like oh yes nearly nearly sufficient to um finance our entire campaign and Jamie and DuVernay are looking at each other like, what the fuck? And then DuVernay's like, perhaps I misunderstood your position. Like, forgive, forgive my error, your, your majesty or your highness or whatever. Um, and then this is where the prince explains that he's been in secret negotiations with, sever- with several wealthy and influential members of the British aristocracy um, that believe that his father is the rightful heir. And he goes, mark me, they are willing to fund uh, his return to glory and have already pledged uh, an amount nearly sufficient to, co- to, to accomplish that divine purpose. 
and Jamie's really trying to have a poker face right now. And then um, the prince is like, my friend James is astonished. So happy to see the look of relief and shock on your face. And Jamie's like, yes, relief and shock. <laughs> <laughs> One of those is correct. Oh, dear. Um, and so the Duvernay's like, I too share like this happy news, but, um, but I might... Um, but I might, I must ask as to the role that you see for my king in this. And then Prince Charles says, should King Louis support our cause, I offer France an alliance with Britain in the aftermath of victory. And Duvernay's like, France and Britain, allies? What? It, that, would, that would change the world. And Jamie has a full on like, fuck, fuck, fuck face. Right? Yeah, because that's going to be tantalizing to France. Right. Well, because Britain and France have ne- been not getting along, but no, them they uniting, do not like each other. But them uniting, it's undoubtedly would be they'd be super powerful, right? Um, and so Prince Charles says, you know, but France would have to stand with us now. So add your funds to what I've already secured. Help me secure victory, and I will give you the world. And Duvernay glances at Jamie and then he says, you know, I'll speak to my king on your behalf, but I will need some evidence first of your English patriots and their funds. Like, I need proof that this is happening. And Prince Charles is like, you shall have us. Let, let us celebrate. And they celebrate in Jamie's face. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then yeah, the you ne- done screwed up, boy. This didn't work. And then Jamie goes, he shows Jamie exiting uh, the brothel and he, it's still, it's still day. It's like getting dark. It's, it's not quite dusk, but it's like, you can tell it's later in the day. It's maybe dinner, mm. early, early dinner time. And he exits. I love that brothel before dinner. <laughs> right. Um, all day long. Um, and so he's brooding and he's sighing and he's thinking. Um, so the next scene, Jamie's just arriving home at the apartment um, and he's, agitated and he knows he's a problem so he's looking around the house calling for claire he's like claire claire and he can't find her oh he's gonna be a dick isn't so, he <laughs> so oh then, no so he's then, gonna be a real dick because she's at a hospital i'm gonna hate both of them aren't i <laughs> what Murta and jamie <laughs> damn it why is he gonna be a dick fuck Don't these be men a dick. fuck these men <sighs> so then he calls for suzette and he's like suzette and then she comes in prancing with her dress up and goes yes me lord and he's like where where's my wife and she's Suzette says, you know, she's not returned yet since she went out with Monsieur, with Monsieur Murta this afternoon. And he goes like, he nods and he like, he looks broody, but he's like, okay. So I think he's like relieved to know that, she, okay, she's at least with Murta because he'll keep her safe. I'm not. <laughs> Brittany's annoyed she's with Murta. Yeah. Take Suzette. That would have been funner. Yes. Where's so, Gladys? So obviously Where's we Mary? know. So obviously we know Jamie is running off a of very little sleep and obviously he now has Do this huge problem. Do not try and contextualize this before you <laughs> even get to it. No, no, no. Don't try he, and give him no, he, an escape already. He got me. I was in, anyway, uh, the first time yeah, I watched you're this, already I was, trying I was to- upset. No, I was upset with him. Because I was very Team Claire in this. As a female, oh, I was Team Claire think, in this You moment. don't think the one growing the baby has some shit going on? True. Well, it's, he <laughs> made this mess himself, okay? Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. no. No, but also, and then also bigger context still, Jamie's still sorting through a lot of emotional stuff as well, too. So I think that's part of it, but he's sleep deprived. And anyway, yeah, he's welcome. Oh, don't worry. I was pissed at <laughs> too when i watched this i was like why remember when i said in our wrap-up sometimes i'm like jamie why are you being such an asshole to claire yeah i feel that moment coming on right it might be coming okay so we get a little montage of jamie sitting at his desk like writing and he's looking at the clock and he's getting why don't you just go have a nap if you're angry fucking sleep bro you're sleep deprived go sleep until you just snickers bar and have a nap 
oh my God, you're not, you're not yourself when you're hungry, man. Exactly. He's just hangry. He needs a Snickers. Um, and he's looking, he's looking around outside and we can see the clock at one point. It looks like it's about seven forty-five. So we just get this whole montage of like time passing and now it's dark. And now the servants are lighting the candles and he's sitting at his desk brooding, looking really annoyed. So now we cut to, okay. I'm it's already so mad at him. You're like, he hasn't even done anything yet. And you can feel it coming. So mad. You can feel yeah. it coming. <laughs> and so now Jamie's sitting at his desk and he's sitting there. And so his, the, his desk is facing so that his back is to the door for her to come in. So he is, he's like out facing the window. His back is to her. And oh we, my, can, oh, we can hear oh, her he's going. going to be a right asshole. Isn't he? <laughs> so we can hear Claire say, Jamie. And his kind of like his eyes look up. And you're like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> the camera's on his face. His eyes look up. He, but he doesn't turn around to like look at her. And she walks in the room. What a passive aggressive move. And oh, he, what a dick. So he walks in, followed by Suzette and Myrta. Suzette's like collecting her gloves. Myrta, and get the fuck All this here. kind of stuff, right? And then Claire says, like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I had the most wonderful day. And Myrta kind of walks in shaking, shaking his head. And Claire's like, I lanced two boils, changed Philsky's dressings, and saw my first case of full-blown scrofula. Like, it's the happiest she's been in a while, right? Like, she's genuinely had, like, a really good day, right? And then... um, Guess who's going to ruin it? Right? And then Myrta's like, "Uh, yeah. And Myrta's, like, in a good mood. Like, he's smiling and joking with her. He's like, yeah, the carriage ride home was full of delightful tales of blood and pus and gangrenous toenails. (laughs) Just clarifying, like, I did this and I did this. Um, And then Jamie just says, where have you been? Certainly not at Madame Louise's for tea. And he still has his back to her as he says this. I hate him so much. You love him, but you're upset with him right now. You're annoyed. Fair. I was fucking annoyed watching this. I'm like, why are you being a dick, bro? And then Claire's like, oh, I was at Lopital. Energy. Lopital energy, which is unnecessary, Jamie. I think you've proven to us that that's not the case. So why are you taking on that energy, bro? Yeah. I know you're. I know you're stressed and sleep deprived and going through some shit, but like. Claire's not your enemy, man. Like, come on. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Pick your battles. And then, so he's like, um, and then Claire's like, oh, is that L'Hopital d'Ange? Um, oh, do you know it? And she sits down to take her shoes off and she's like rubbing her calves because I'm sure she's sore because she's pregnant. And um, he now turns to her and goes, the charity hospital, what took you there? And he gives Myrta a look like, why the fuck did you take her hey, there? He's not her keeper. Back off, well, Jamie. And Myrta just bag. And Myrta just has a look and goes, "I'll just uh, go and find myself something to eat then." And he walks by Claire and whispers to her, "I told you he wouldn't like it." And Claire's face I- is like, oh "Whatever." Claire's like, not phased. Her 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 face is priceless. And then Claire's like, um, "You know, I heard they were in need of people with my skills. So since I had a bit of time to spare today, I went and volunteered." Um, and she gets up and she walks over and she's pouring him a whiskey and pouring her a whiskey. And she's like, she's like Mother Hildegard, you know, she's the grand matron. She's a force of nature. Um, she was a mutal, she was a mutal, musical prodigy. And she's also the goddaughter of King Louis's great grandfather. And Jamie's back, still writing, still looking pissed. Um, and Claire's like, she's not going to make it easy for me. But then she goes, but when she saw me taste the urine and we see Jamie go, when he hears that, he's not happy. And then he's like, when she saw me taste the urine, um, you know, you know, I think I, I think I might get her to, I, you know, I think I might get her to, to come around. Um, and then she walks over to give him the drink and he doesn't take it and he doesn't look at her. And so she goes, 
That's so passive aggressive. So passive aggressive. I know. With your wife, man. Like, come on. Come on. Let's, this is, Brittany, when I said that the, 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 the Paris section upsets me, it's because of shit like this. Because they're not always in a good place and I don't fucking like it. (laughs) I don't like it here. I I don't like it here. But can you guys just talk? Do you guys need to go to counseling? Can you go to counseling? Can you just use your words? Let's communicate. And so she goes over and she goes, "What you know? What's the matter? I thought you'd be happy for me." And I'm like, goes, "Just because you're in a bad mood, why do you have to make her in a bad mood?" Well, and so she's like, "I thought you'd be happy for me." And he goes, "Did you now?" And she goes, "Well, yes, I did. What's what's wrong?" And he goes, "You're with child for one. You could catch a filthy disease." And he walks away. He's like, "What of the Baron? Have you thought nothing of that?" And she's like, <gasps> "Oh my god! Oh." my yo i think i know where i think we know jamie's maybe not in the bed (laughs) at least right now you know and see if he redeems himself how who mm, what did he just say yep yep, 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 you mean the human that she is growing growing? (laughs) in her body every day every hour where have what are you growing what what have you been doing i'm sorry did you grow a person did you grow a foot today did she not think about the human in her body yeah i think she did once or twice oh my god oh my god Brittany is vibrating with frustration right now and then oh angry and what's interesting is what's making this even more sad is claire is the way katrina's playing this is claire's not snapping back at him like her like it's just like hurt she's hurt no she's really hurt by this and confused you would be happy that i'm actually that i'm happy happy for a minute i've been miserable for weeks playing this stupid role that i never wanted to play that i'm Mm -hmm. playing for you and i finally found an afternoon of joy and you're pissed off at me yeah, right. So she's oh, ge- like boy. she's genuinely like confused and hurt by this, right? And so you she get goes, to go hang out at a brothel every day, dude. <laughs> so then like, and play chess. <laughs> it's hard being a man. You hard being a man. Sorry, no man hate. I just you know. Anyway, um, so men that say that. <laughs> so then Claire says, like, of course I've thought of the baby. Like, I'll only treat patients that have injury, not diseases, or at least diseases I know I can't catch. Because, like, diabetes isn't contagious. Like, she knows yeah. she can't get that. Plus, she's inoculated against a lot of the dangerous yeah, stuff. Other stuff around. You know what I mean? Like, around. She's not dumb, right? And then exactly. he says to her. And then he, and says he knows her, that. So why would you say that? That's so he's, insulting he's and picking, demeaning. He's picking a fight. I don't know. He's upset. He's not in a good place. And then he says to her, like, why take the chance? And then she says to him, it has been a long time since I have felt useful. Like, I, I need to feel a sense of accomplishment. I need a purpose. And he turns to her and says, purpose. I thought our purpose for being here was to stop the rebellion. Yeah, which um, you just screwed over. Good job, Jamie. And well, And we can see, again, Claire is like, she again she's like hurt and confused by this behavior and she's like it is like that hasn't changed and then he says then tell me how how will lansing boils and tasting urine help save scotland um she and again i wrote to myself she's not she's not being spicy claire here she's being genuine like she's really hurt and confused by this right yeah being like um Right. And so she's like, she's, how is it not helping? Well, and she's not trying to pick a fight. Like she's not like, she's trying to work through this. Right. And so she sits down and she's like, she says like, well, what would you have me do then Jamie? Like go to, go to Maison Elise with you and Charles or, or, or do you want me to run the wine business in your, in your place? And she's not being sarcastic. She's literally like, 
okay, how else can I help you? Like, do you want me yeah. to take over some of the wine? Guess what? He it? doesn't actually, he just wants to be an asshole and take out his frustrations on her, which well, is not how we deal with our personal problems. This is our not. spouses and partners are not our punching bags. <laughs> yes. So, um, and so then Jamie says, well, what I want when I come home with a problem is to be able to turn to my wife for help. And then he, and then he says, Brittany's eyes, <laughs> Brittany's eyes. And so then he says to her, oh, oh Jamie is in the doghouse. <laughs> I think you're more mad than when he spanked her. I am more mad than when he spanked her. I am we, more mad. Because we have expectations for him yes, at this point. That you this have respect. Them. And this is emotional. This is you're going like deep, like a physical thing. Yeah. Okay. Don't ever physically, but you're emotionally messing with her and insulting her character and questioning her being and her trust in her her position beside you and demeaning how you view her and your relationship that's way worse yeah and it's not like, way worse it's different and it's um just, but it's shitty he's yeah and you know and to be fair yeah. is does this happen with couples a hundred percent like couples sometimes get into those toxic fights and and then it's like and it's like couples that aren't able to figure that out and work through it usually uh, maybe break up or it explodes or whatever. Like, you know, like, you know, is it? Or it just gets completely emotionally abusive and manipulative. And yeah. And it's so like, toxic the, as shit. I think what's, a, what's, what's interesting about this is this is out of character for him, you know, which I think is why she's so confused and like hurt by this. And she's, and she understands that he's under stress and she understands that he's been working through some stuff and she's been she's trying to be supportive and stuff like that but um at the same time i think like what you said it's not fair to make your partner or your spouse the the punching bag like no we're all humans we have flaws we have moments where we lash out at those i love we love because i think we we have a comfort with them like they're not gonna leave us so yeah. i can be awful to you because i know you're not gonna you there's that safety there but it's like if you do that too there's a line between understanding and being toxic and, and mean. Um, I don't think, I don't think they have a toxic relationship, but I just think very valid point that like, he's being really shitty right now. Um, yeah. Right. And I, I get and emotionally it. manipulative, like to be like this thing you love, you can't do because I need you as yeah. an emotion, like, it, like, okay, yeah, you have issues and your spouse should be there for you, but they don't, they're not there for, at your beck and call, male or female. Yeah, either they way. They're not there at your beck and call. They are not there that they have to be waiting on you anytime you have a problem and just be your, like, you're the only thing that brings them happy or you're, you're the only coping mechanism or you're the only crutch yeah. that they have. Those things are so toxic and not okay yeah. and yeah. not okay to put on another human. And they shouldn't not do things that are happy because they're afraid that you might need them yeah, at yeah, any yeah. given po- point. That's so yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, and like, I think, so this season has really been setting up that like, as much as Jamie and Claire love each other wholeheartedly, um, they're struggling a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like obviously what the shit that went down last season. Yeah. They're course, working, they're working through that. She's trying to be as supportive as possible. Um, you know, and yes, they've always had a very physical relationship and that's what's happening right now, but that doesn't mean that like all this emotional stuff, like, yeah, like it's just, they're not in a good place. And that's why this yeah. part of the season hurts my heart. Cause it, and again, I'm that's real that. couples go through rough patches. It's so true. 
absolutely. I think that's, it's real, but I think our reactions are, cause your reaction, when I first watched it, I was feeling the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, like I was so annoyed. I was really annoyed. I was like, Jamie, I get that you're under stress and I get you're going through some stuff and I get it. But like, man, come on. Like, she's not the one to take it out on. Like she's your partner. Yeah. You know, like, but anyway, so then Jamie tells her that tonight Prince Charles told Duvernay that he secured significant funding from several prominent, prominent Englishmen to fund the rebellion. And so then Claire, not holding a grudge that he's just being a dick, jumps in and goes, like, could that be true? And Jamie's like, I don't know. But the prince offered um, um, Duvernay an alliance with England. And Claire's like, but that's impossible. Britain and France won't become allies for another century. So Claire's like, what the fuck? Like, this, he has to be lying. Like, this can't happen yeah. unless we really fuck up the timeline. Right. Yeah. And then Jamie's like, all I know is that Charles is more canny than he seems. He's keeping secrets from me and I don't know what to do about it. So then Claire comes over and is trying to extend the olive branch. And so she starts rubbing his shoulders and she's like, I'm sorry, Jamie, truly I am. Like, I, like, I know that this has all been my idea. And right now all of the burden falls on you, but I'll try to help you in any way that I can. And she, he says, so I believed, he says, so I believe that's why I came looking for you. And then he takes her hand off his shoulder and pushes it away and then says, instead, you were out indulging yourself with poultices and potions. And Claire doesn't bite. She remains calm. And I would have. I would have bitten his, his ear off. I know. So Claire... Again, she's really trying to solve this. So she stands in front of him and says, I assure you there was no indulging involved. And then she says, you know, I was helping people, but yes, that makes me feel good. It gives my day meaning. And then he says, and what about me? I spend my days and nights weddling and flattering a man so I can gain his secrets and undermine his cause. What do I, like, when do I get to feel good? When do I get to find meaning in my day? And he storms out. And Claire's looking, and Claire's but that's on the verge of tears. her. No. That's so mean. I so what? Know. Because you're miserable, she has to be miserable. You have choices too. Be a big boy. I don't know. Tell her that you you she can do the wine merchant. You can go do whatever it is that makes mm-hmm. you happy. Apparently, it's being crusty with Murta. Okay? <laughs> or get Murta to do something. He's standing around with nothing to do. Put yeah, like give some give him some responsibility. Mart- like I know he's going through some shit, but you can't martyr yourself and then blame everyone else. I hate yeah, you. Yeah, don't yeah, be Yeah, yeah. You can yeah, be yeah. A victim, but you can't play the victim mentality all the time and then yeah. just no one else is allowed to have anything else going on because you have problems that's yeah, not yeah, fair yeah. either or like no one else is allowed to struggle, struggle. With- yeah yeah or try to mm-hmm. have, be happy or have interest because you are that's yeah just, that's for awful. sure so claire's on the verge of tears when he I'm leaves on the verge which of tears is really her. sad it's really sad and that's why i said bringing the, like i said the number of times i'm like the paris section hurts my heart <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it here. It's I don't like it time. here. Can we go back to Scotland? They're much yeah, happier I love there. Paris, but oh, I don't want to be here right now. I don't want to be here. So then he, so then Jamie storms out, and Claire's on the verge of tears. And then we can see he's like storming down the stairs, and then out of they like fall. some some cupboard comes Myrta and Suzette, and we can tell they've been like doing shit in the cupboard because they come out. He's fixing his pants. She's fixing his hat. Myrta looks down down the stairs after Jamie, and is like, "Oh, I knew that wasn't gonna go well." And then. Suzette comes over and goes, so sad. And then <laughs> I always want to do a French accent when it's Suzette because it's so funny. It's so good. And then she says, like, how can there be love in the marriage when love leaves the bed? And then Myrta's like, huh? And she's like, a lady's maid knows what does and does not occur in her mistress's boudoir. And she scampers off. 
And I'm like, okay, can you not spread their business? Yeah. That's, well, they're going through yeah, some troubles. Know. Can we not spread their business? Fuck. Man. So shame people for humping nasties or not humping nasties. Bumping nasties. I know. That's the word. I yeah, know people cannot. You're always bump? calling her. Since when are you approved? You always throw like into the and then and then Suzette like spills the beans. Yeah, they're not doing it right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, like everyone, just leave everyone else's bumping of nasties alone. <laughs> Can we just give them some time and space to work through some shit? Okay, yeah. give them some time and space. Focus on your own bed sheets, there, Suzette. <laughs> <laughs> they probably need to go get clean. Yeah, um, there you go. You've got a task. Will you do your work, please? Stop gossiping. Are you ready to continue to get frustrated? No, I'm not. Where where do we think Jamie's run off to? (gasps) The brothel. Yep. So he's back at Madame Elise's alone. He? Sitting, drinking. Just looking around. Does he cheat on his pregnant wife? Wouldn't that be fucking awful? So I, I even wrote, yeah, I don't like this. So he's mad. They stormed out, goes to the brothel, and is sitting there alone. So there's no political reason that he's here. So he sits here alone, drinking, brooding. And then, again, our young little pickpocket that we saw before, we see him doing his thing around two, and he's like, oh, he took Sonny. Oh, kind of stuff. he took Sonny. Oh, he's going to beat the crap out of the kid. Oh, this isn't gonna go well. Okay. I'm gonna get really mad. So then, you know, so he sees the young, uh, so he sees the young boy, and he's like working there. Or no, Jamie hasn't seen him yet. And so now, some there's some of the ladies are fawning all over Jamie, and there's this one that comes over as Jamie's sitting there alone drinking, and she's like fawning all over his arms, and he's letting it happen. And I'm upset with him in this moment. I'm like, I know you're mad, dude, but come on. And then, and then finally, he shrugs. He's like, Oh yeah, I have a wife. Shrugs her off. Oh yeah, that one that I just insulted for a good. It's carrying my child, um, and so he shrugs her away. And then Jamie starts looking around, brooding, watching. And this is where he notices the boy pickpocketing, and he kind of goes, huh, kind of smirks. And then we can see he gets an idea. So then he gets up to follow the boy. And so then the next scene, he's in the hallway, and the boy turns the corner, and Jamie's like, "You!" And then the boy's like, "Huh!" And he just starts running because he automatically assumes he's in trouble. Yeah. He's like, oh. and so then he starts running. So now we get a chase scene. Jamie's chasing him outside into the side streets, into an alley, through the streets. And then the boy thinks that he's like lost Jamie. And then I don't know where the hell Jamie came from. I don't know if he found a shortcut. He comes out of nowhere. And like, and he's then Batman. comes out of nowhere. And like, literally. And like, I don't even get the logistics of this. But he comes out of nowhere, grabs the boy. And the boy's like, let me go, you dirty English bastard. <laughs> and then Jamie goes. I agree with him. And then Jamie goes, English. First of all, I'm a dirty Scottish bastard. And they're going back and forth between French and English here. It's like a Franglish or Franglish thing here. And then he goes, um, he goes, first of all, he goes, I'm a dirty, I'm a dirty Scottish back bastard. And, and he's like, in second, you won't go anywhere, lad. And then the little boy starts speaking English with such an accent. And he goes, okay, take me to the police and I will f- take, okay, take me to the police and I will find your wife. And Jamie's like, ah, you speak English. And he's like, and I will tell her that you wreck with whores. <laughs> and then goes, and then Jamie's like, no, 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 please. I'm not trying to take you to the police. And he goes, and my wife will not believe you. And I'm like, I don't know, man, you're not in a great, you, mm. yeah, yeah, I'm maybe, not, I, I don't know. know. Normally, I'd say you got a point there, but right now, it's a little rocky. she might believe a lot of things. 
you didn't leave on the greatest of terms. No. She's probably a little upset right now. And then, yeah. and then, and then he goes, but Madame Elise will likely not appreciate having a thief for a servant boy. And he's like, please, no, no, no. She will kill me if she thinks I steal from her customers. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, yeah, she's not the forgiving kind. And he's like, I, I, I don't do it every night. Just when we are really busy, like, like the gentlemen are very drunk. <laughs> I love him. And then Jamie's like, I'm not interested in your methods, but I am interested in you. And he goes, Hey, I'm no whore. And he goes, I, I don't want that either. Um, and he, the, the, then the boy's like, then what? And he goes, I want to offer you a job. And he's like, doing what? He's like, exactly what you've been doing. And then Jamie like flips him upside down and his pockets empty. And we hear like, ka-ching, 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 like all the shit he's stolen. Um, and then he goes, I, you can keep all of this, but from now on, you'll do your stealing for me. And then he looks down and he sees Sonny and he says something in Gaelic and he goes, he goes, you wee bastard. That's my snake. (laughs) And then then the young boy, and then the young boy goes, how much do you pay? (laughs) Um, and then so then so no he doesn't beat him he doesn't rough him up jamie's being a shithead but he's not that much of a shithead but he's got an idea he's like okay i'm gonna get this boy to steal from me to what end we will find out so then next scene cut to okay now we're back at the apartment claire is in bed alone again tossing and turning clearly can't Did she sleep. like bar the door because i would have well, she's clearly upset she's tossing and turning she can't sleep and then she hears something like break downstairs and so she like throws something at his head. She gets up. Love she gets God, up out of something at his head. She gets out of bed to investigate. And like I said, again, full bump, like woo, right? Um, I wish everyone could have seen the gesture I just made with that. <laughs> it was great. Woo, I appreciated it. This is my baby bump. There's so many behind the scenes story, like behind the scenes interviews where Katrina will talk about it, like how Sam was like weirdly obsessed with the with the baby bump <laughs> like, <laughs> he kept like touching it it's well, like, it weird Those and then she's like weird. and then and then the one that was like really big what like the big big one he was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't want too to much it. too much too weird <laughs> um but um so she hears something break and she gets out of bed to investigate and so she's like walking down the hallway puts her robe on and she sees that a servant walks by with some sort of like broken like vase and she clears like what the what is happening and so then she opens the door to the dining room and it's like one of those like big dining room tables with mm. 12 seats. And then who do we see? This Jamie young, on this, it. No, this young boy sitting at the head of it with his feet up on the table, eating like a drumstick <laughs> of chicken. And Claire's like, who the hell are you? And what are you doing in my house? <laughs> like, yeah, what? Um, and then he gets up and he just gets up and doesn't say anything. He bows. And then in French... <laughs> anyone who's watched this episode knows the gesture he makes but i'm gonna mime it for Brittany. he goes he says in french he goes he goes you have beautiful breasts madame oh my god <laughs> this is what happens when you grow up working in a brothel <laughs> he goes you have beautiful breasts madame and claire's like so then she kind of covers herself up with her like, what is happening right now she's like what the hell and then this is where Murta storms in and he's like ah oh, you said the same thing to Suzette and like smacks his head and then Claire goes well that doesn't make me feel very special and then he's like but the ladies at Maison Elise were always very generous when I gave them compliments and he puts his hand out and Murta smacks his hand away and he goes so was Suzette she gave him the chicken leg <laughs> and then Claire's like very interesting but I still don't know who you are and so then Jamie walks in. Okay, and the way that this is set up, so like literally Claire's like in the dining room 
And then there's the hallway and Jamie's in the mm. hallway. So there's like a literal wall between them. And then there's the big door frames right along it. Right. So that's kind of the blocking. If we can visualize that. So, so Jamie's in the, in the hallway and Jamie comes in and then says to Myrta, like Myrta, take him up to the servants quarters. Like Suzette's preparing a bath and some night clothes for him to wear. And then Fergus, Oh, I just spoiled his name. Damn it. I was doing so oh. well at saying the boy. I was doing so well at saying the boy. So the boy says, Wait, Wait, why does he end up with a Fraser name? No, I, I didn't say Fraser. No, but it's, isn't it Fergus Fraser? How do you know that? Okay, yeah. By the way, something got spoiled for me. Brittany, stay off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> stay off the internet. I thought this was like from like a, some weird forward flash and that was their kid's name. Oh, and I wasn't going to tell you that I knew their kid's God. name. I need you to stay off the internet. <laughs> oh my just God. pop up now on YouTube because I've once because- accidentally put in... I don't know because Google the algorithms listens to are the worst. Yes. Yeah, and true. Google listens to everything. So when I Google something on Outlander or I look on Netflix and it all connects, my Outland my my YouTube recommended now has a lot of Outlander things. And God. one popped up that said You need to clear you need Fergus, you gotta go through and clear Fergus your Fraser cash. like compilation scenes or something. And I was oh, like, who the fuck you is need, Fraser? You need to go through and like clear your cookies and clear your search history so that shit doesn't keep popping up until we catch up. Once we've caught up, babe, I'll show you all the behind the scenes stuff. I'll show you those all the good funny things. I wasn't gonna tell you about that spoiler because I thought you'd get mad at me. Damn it. <laughs> I anyway, owed it myself. So the boy says, Wait, good night, madame, and he bows and Myrta rolls his eyes and is like, Christ. And walks by Jamie, and Jamie's like, I watch your sport. And <laughs> he's up. Thanks, no, Rob it. Murta. He deserves it. Um, and then um, and then Jamie turns to leave. Fucking still hasn't looked at Claire. So he turns to leave. Um, I hate him. And right so much. Right and now. I wrote down they are literally, there is literally a wall between them. The symbolism is a little heavy-handed here because like sh- they're separated oh, by a wall yeah. and are talking through the like your wife frames, is, just right? go in and just say like in a grown-up you know what a grown-up does they say listen i'm in a really bad mood right now i don't want to talk i know i was a dick just give me some space that's the adult move you don't have to apologize you don't have to make everything perfect you don't have to be in a good mood you just communicate like an adult sometimes yeah. i go to stacy and i say i'm in a bad mood i'm gonna be crusty tonight and she's like you know what fair okay you know, and then and then when you're in a better mood, then you can you go back and talk I, about it. I apologize for saying this and this and this. I just you know, and, you and this is why. Things. And let me explain why. And I don't want you to be miserable, but I'm sorry. I just had a bad day and I needed to vent you because you're comp- the only person who yes. understands. And let's compromise That's what you and let's work our way through it. But yeah, <laughs> and this is what I need. This is what you could do to help me. You know, yes. not just everything is your fault and you are doing nothing right. Yes, I mean hindsight is twenty twenty. No pun intended. We're in the year 2020. <laughs> um, but I mean, obviously, and I mean, their marriage is probably great considering the time period that they're in and, and how sure. some, like, you know what I mean? But it's just like, they're, this is a, this is a not fun, rough, rough patch. Like, fuck, I rather the glade, the, the glade scene where they're screaming at each other. Yeah. Unless they were communicating. <laughs> Cause this is just hurtful. But anyway, so then he, um, so then he goes to leave and Claire's like, I'm sorry, a bed in a bath. What? What? And then he's, he stops and he turns and looks at her and he's like, he's a pickpocket. His name's Fergus. Well, actually, it's Claudel, but we agreed that wasn't very manly. So his name is Fergus. And Claire's like, so you invited him into our house? And Jamie's like, I hired him from Maison Elise. And then he goes to leave again. And Claire's like, 
hired him. Like, again, why? Still not clicking. I still don't understand why. And then Jamie's like, it's part of my plan. I need information that I can't get directly from the print. And I, that information in, in, in the form of letters from his fathers, from his financiers, from those wealthy Englishmen. And Claire's like, oh, so Fergus steals the letters. And Jamie's like, and we copy them and then put them back before they're, they're gone. And then there's like awkward silence. And Claire's like, that, that, that's a good plan. And he goes, thank you. Well, good night. And turns and leaves. And I'm like, he's still being cold in a cold a-hole and I hate it. So that's where we're at still with that. Time check. This is going to be over four hours because we're at almost an hour and 40 and there's still a bit to go. But this episode is misery in the Jamie and Claire department. I don't like it. I don't like it here. I don't like when they fight. <laughs> um, well, because they're not even fighting. He's just being an ass. He's just being, he's freezing her out. Yeah. He's kind of just, and that's almost worse. Yeah, I don't it know. It, feel, it feels shitty, especially like she doesn't want to fight. She doesn't want, like she's, and again, she's extended the olive branch and she said, I'm, I'm sorry. I, this all, I understand this is all fallen onto you and I wasn't here when you needed me. And I'll, I'll, I really, I'll help you in any way I can. And she's trying to give him a massage and extend the olive branch and he smacks the olive branch away, you know? And it's just like, shit, man, that sucks. <laughs> I know you're going through some stuff. I get it. And it's just, it's really crappy though. <laughs> um, but we're and all that- going through shit and we don't get to hurt the people around us. Yeah, that's not fair. Hurt people, hurt people. Oh. Um, okay, so now it's another day. So I guess a bit of, I don't, I would like to think it hasn't been a ton of time because I would hate that Jamie and Claire haven't been icy for a long time, but clearly maybe a, like a day, it's maybe the next day or two days later or something has gone past and it's, we get this like little montage showing Fergus walking around pickpocketing the letters and then handing them off to Myrta and then Myrta bringing them up and they're oh, copying look, them. Oh, Myrta finally does something. Yes, well, and Claire gets a voiceover. As the days passed, our house settled into a routine that kept us all busy. Fergus spent time with the help of Myrta stealing letters. Um, Jamie's days spent with Prince Charles, who continued to be long on rhetoric and short on specifics. <laughs> I mean, that would be annoying. Mm-hmm. Do you remember time you to spend so much time Politician. Yeah. Oh, burn. Um, and then so now we're fine. Okay, we're at the, the, we're at the hospital, L'Hopital d'Ange. And then Claire's like doing her thing and the voiceover still saying like, still saying that my days in between social engagements were spent in the hospital. Um, Good for you, Claire. So Thank she, you she for not letting yourself be it. bullied out of that. Well, she's like, yo, nun-ka-poop. he's not talking to me. So why am I going to sit around the house? <laughs> also, you know? yeah, don't, even if he was talking, you don't sit around the house go to the hospital and help people. That's an amazing thing to do. Yeah. And so then Claire says, I began to develop nurses and doctors, pharmacists right now. Scientists. Yes. So then Claire's like, you know, I began to develop an appreciation for a mother Hildegard's medical knowledge. Um, And then now, okay, now we're cutting to it's Jamie and Myrta and like Jamie's desk. My two favorite people right now. I know you're really, and it's funny because you were team J- you really like Jamie and just you're really frustrated with him right now. I really did. I think that's why this hurts more. I'm so disappointed. This is, I, this is what I'm saying though. This is why I think this show is so good too. Cause if you didn't give a shit about Jamie or thought he was just a dick care, you'd be like, Oh Although yeah, I didn't yeah. care about Myrta and I'm quite upset about that. Yeah. But so you're, not disappointed. You're, not, you're not disappointed. You're not disappointed in Myrta. You're no, not. that's, you know what I mean? Like it's just that's a sh- for the course, you know, Jamie can be better than this. You know, Jamie and Claire's relationship yeah. can be better than this. And it just sucks. Cause it's like, he, they're hurt like yeah i'm not, I'm not mad she's I'm hurting I'm, she's not hurting him but he's he's 
going through shit and he's taking it out on her and it's it sucks it's not fun which yeah again i i don't um i'm not saying it was i'm not saying it's the wrong decision from a narrative standpoint because i get it's part of conflict you're telling a story right it would be so annoying if they were just everything was fine so it's part of the um, narrative structure of the show smart decision by the writers because it makes us feel things when we watch it because i'm I think it's making me feel too many things. I think I could have used less things. I feel like we could have had a, a smaller conflict. Well, you know. It didn't anger me to my core. Where you're so frustrated. Um, okay, so now it's Jamie and Myrta and um and there's and they're, you know, they're over the letters, reading the letters, copying the letters, and more Claire voiceover. And Jamie and Bert and she says Jamie and Myrta's time was spent um, trying to piece together the puzzle of the Jacobite rebellion, discover if they were really, if there really was an English conspiracy or if this was just a ruse by like a desperate prince. Um, so then this is where then Jamie says to Marta, like, okay, we must get these letters back before they're, they're missed. So they're copying them and reading the letters. The letters are all written in code, right? And mm. um, Marta also says, so Marta goes to reseal a letter and he's like, this seal has been removed at least three times before I took it off. So it's very clear, like they're not the only ones reading these letters. Like other yeah. people are, are leading in. And so they're trying to decode the, the messages. Um, one of the letters is like sheet music. And Murta's like, what are Murta's? What the hell is this? And Jamie's like, oh, I know it's a code. I haven't been able to figure it out yet. And he's like, well, maybe it's not. It's it's you know, because it's like a German song. And he's like, maybe it's just German. And then and then Jamie's like, yeah, the message in, is in German, but it came from England. And so Murta's like, oh, a code of music. And and Jamie's like, ah, yes, light bulb. He's like, he's like, okay, maybe tomorrow you can ask around for a music teacher or a composer that can speak German. And Murta goes. Um, there's somebody I know that might be able to read it, but you're not going to like it. You might not remember who this is because I said it in a bunch of other things, but it will become clear in a moment. So now we cut to the next scene. We're back at L'Hôpital des Anges. Honestly, guys, I really took French up until grade 11, but it just... I doubt that now. I, I, it's one of those things like you can conjure, you can write a great sentence and conjugate, but I couldn't speak it if I needed to. No, I couldn't. Plus I get self-conscious and I haven't had to speak it in a long time. So, you know, I can never get those stupid verb tenses anyways. I went till grade 11. I, yeah, I went to grade 11 and then there was too many tenses. It's, it's not just past, present, future. Yeah, right. It's not just yeah. future proche and passé composé. It was like l'imperatif and like all these like conditional things. And I was like, okay, I'm tapping out now. I can't. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, but now we're back at the hospital, and Claire and Mother Hildegard are examining a man who um, they're trying to figure out what's wrong. Like they're like, there is maybe there a secondary infection. Like they they can't figure out why he still has like some sort of fever. They can't see a visible reason for an infection. All this kind of stuff. So then. So then Mother Hildegard's like, basically like, Bouton, do your thing. So Bouton is like this little dog and it gets, gets on top oh, of the guy. And it's like sniffing, 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 sniffing all over the guy. And then basically he sniffs to this one pocket part on the leg. And they're like, and there's this little scab there. And Claire's like, but that scab's healed over. And then she's like, oh, really? And then Mother Hildegard squeezes it. And like all this pus comes out. It's so Ew. gross. Oh, a, like a, 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 finds a pocket of infection underneath the scab. So it looked like it was healed and fine, mm. but it was something was, was putrefied under there and it was ca- causing like illness and infection or whatever, right? <sighs> That's and cl- disgusting. Right. And so Claire goes into nurse mode and she's able to, to remove like using like a scalpel and forceps to cut and like remove the object, object, right? And Mother Hildegard is very impressed. She's like, 
and he says to Bhutan, like, what does she say? She says something to Bhutan, like, I think we'll keep her or something to that effect. Um, and then this is where Jamie enters. And Jamie goes up and, oh, and says, and says, pardon me. And Claire's like, Jamie, what, what are, what are you doing here? And it's still awkward. <laughs> Cause she's like, again, it's like, it's like, and I've been in Claire's situation where you know, someone's like mad at you and you don't want them to be, and you're trying to make it better, but they just keep shrugging you off. Like it fucking sucks to be in that position. Can I just tell you to be the one yeah, that like, doesn't like conflict and wants to just make it better. But the other person just keeps like, it doesn't feel good. So I feel you, Claire. She's like, oh, Jamie you know, what, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he's like, and then he says, I need help musically speaking. You said mother Hildegard knows music. Cause remember Claire said mother, mother Hildegard was a musical prodigy. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Right? I forgot that. I didn't um, listen to that. I was focusing yeah, on the weird angry. lineage. Yeah. Cause yeah. You too, Cause you were too angry that Jamie was icing her out and being a dick in that moment. To was. I was also trying to piece together what Louise great grand, great, great yeah, grandfather made her. Yeah, then I was God, trying to goddaughter, not related, but goddaughter. Oh, goddaughter, god god granddaughter. No, no, no. I was like, wait, so she's the cousin? No, 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 no. Oh, goddaughter. Goddaughter. Okay. I was doing some weird math in my head. Okay, yeah, so she's god the goddaughter. That makes way more of sense. Louis's great grandfather. Got it. Um, so now, Clay, I almost said Clay me. But they That's don't deserve a bad his name, name right now because he's being a doink. Um, Jamie and Ew, Claire. Is that their ship name? No, I, I told you I haven't seen one. They don't need okay, good because that's yucky. Jamie and Claire works fine. Okay, let's just keep it at that. Um, I didn't like whatever you just said. I don't know. It just I've been talking a lot, and my words just mix together. It just happens. Uh, it happens to me without <laughs> talking a lot. Um, okay, and so now Jamie, Claire, and Mother Hildegard walk into walk into her office, and then Jamie's saying like, "I'm wondering if there's something odd about the way that the music is written." And Mother Hildegard's like, "Can you assure me that what you're doing is neither illegal or dangerous?" <laughs> and they're like, and Claire's like, "I can assure you, if my husband is asking, then it's for a good reason." And then she's like. Okay, and then Jamie kind of looks at Claire as like a silent nod of approval. It's like, oh yeah, suddenly he's oh, realizing yeah. oh, that his wife oh. isn't an idiot. Jamie, come on. Oh, oh now she gets your approval? Oh, right? And that so he be, gives her like you know what? a subtle nod of thanks. worse than if he just ignore. Oh yeah, she can be useful. Oh, when she's helping I don't think me, it's, then I, I don't, accept I, her. I don't think it's useful. It's more oh, she that has the brain. Oh, she can actually use She's, she's vouching for him. Like she's again, she's not being shitty. She's like, listen, yeah, if he needs it for a, a good reason, she's a human she's, being. She's being mature. <laughs> she's being mature, right? Um, and then Mother Hildegard sits at the piano she and thought like, at me. I would have slapped him. And it was like playing. And then, um, so Mother Hildegard starts saying, like, oh, this song uh, it is reminiscent of an old German friend, uh, Er Bach. And then Claire's like, Johann Sebastian Bach? And Mother Hildegard's like, oh, so he's so good. And she's like, I'm surprised you've heard of him. And Jamie's looking at her like, oh, yeah, my wife's a time traveler. Time travel moment, like, when she just knows things from the future. So clearly, like, okay, clearly this Bach guy becomes someone. Um, and then just, Mother- Just a little. Just a little. And the Mother Hildegard, mm, um, Mother Hildegard's like, oh, yes, from time to time he sends me things. He calls them inventions. Um, but, I'm, I am, but I am afraid his music is not the sort to endure. Uh, creative, but no heart. And Claire, like, does, like, this little, like, she tries to hide this smirk. <laughs> One of the most prolific classical <laughs> composers of all time. It's like, like my, you it's imagine? Like, it's like today's day and age, like, with critics, movie, film, TV critics, yeah. where it's like, 
nah, this is this lab substance and it's gonna and it goes on to be like this cult classic that is like yeah. Like Just there were so many Queen timeless. albums that Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone magazine would be like awful, campy, trash, yeah. and then like a night at the opera. Yeah. They were just like, and it's like this classic. But anyway, yeah. Um. So then, and I even wrote, oh my god, I was feeling sassy last night because, <laughs> oh no, this part. Hold on. So then she comes back, and so she's like, you know, the coded message is a clumsy, is like a, is like a lazy, clumsy version of box piece. Right. So she says it's each, I don't know, each thing I'm not musical, so I'm not going to try to get too deep, but like each thing is a variation of the original thing, a clumsy variation. And, and Claire goes gold. Oh, the Goldberg variations. And he's, she's like, Oh, you've, you've heard of it. And, and Jamie kind of like smirks at her. And this is where I wrote, Oh, Jamie remembers his wife is smart. <laughs> I was feeling a little spicy. <laughs> I was a little annoyed. And then um, she says, yes, yes. Basically each, uh, the melody is repeated several times and each time the key is changed. And then they're like, this is unusual. And she's like, highly unusual for such a short piece. There are five key changes with no reason. And so then um, they're like the key. And so now we cut to, okay, we're in the apartment and it's Claire, Myrta, Jamie. And Claire's like, the key is the key. (laughs) And Jamie's like, I, and Myrta's like, what key? And I just wrote, I'm not explaining this code, but they're figuring it out. It basically they go back and forth and they figure out that the 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 cipher or the the code has something mm. to do with the number of sharps and flats in gotcha. each thing dictate the number the which letter you take from the message. I'm just picturing the imitation game right now. Literally, right? They're just We're good. Boop, 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 they're putting this all together. Um and then so they're so then Jamie's able to copy the letters that he needs to get the the message mm. out and then claire's like does it make sense and he's like i it does so then claire reads what they've written and says i have successfully um concluded negotiations with our three partners all of whom are willing to contribute to our cause i can guarantee the amount of forty thousand pounds will be made available to you she's like forty thousand pounds and jamie jamie's like that's a sizable amount right enough but it's not enough to fund an entire entire war you know perhaps charles is exaggerating um but then Jamie says like, but Duvernay is smart enough to expect a certain amount of, of exaggeration in these yeah. types of circumstances. So he's like, it's not enough to fund the war, but it might be enough to convince Duvernay, Duvernay and the, the king that the Jacobites actually have a chance. So it might be enough to get them to still invest. Um, and then Claire goes back to reading. I will be back in Paris at month's end and I'm eager to finally meet, uh, to meet you face to face to solidify our arrangement. Oh, damn. It's and then it's, and man. then it's signed and then it's signed S and, and Jamie's like, Oh yeah. One letter left over, probably a signature. And so Jamie and Claire are both like, and at the same time they go Sandringham. So it's showing them getting back in sync. Cause they're okay. No, I don't like it. Cause he never apologizes for being an asshole, but it's just yeah. like, they, it's just like they decide to work together again. There's no Claire. I was a dick. I shouldn't have taken it out on you. But it's yeah. like suddenly I'm they're working together okay and it works that. through it. So that's one gripe I have is he's never like, I was an asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's what, one let thing. that behavior go. No. So I don't love that. But anyway, so they're like, you know, Sandringham. And then Claire's like, the Duke's had, the, Claire's like, well, the Duke has had secret dealings with Dougal for years. 
right? And then Jamie's like, yeah, and Dougal is a committed Jacobite. So Claire's like, he's girl, tell him about fucking Blackjack yeah, right? right now. Okay, so then, right so then now, so then, um, so then Claire's like, he's playing both sides against the middle, and Jamie's like, he may well be hedging his bets for and against the Stuart restoration. And then Jamie's like, if we can meet with Sandringham, convince him it's a bad investment. And then Jamie's so happy. He's like, we, you know what this means? We figured it out. This. We, we finally figured it figured it out we which means we know yeah, who our enemy now, is and he's so and so he's so happy right and he goes this this calls for celebration and he goes to like fetch the whiskey and now it's claire and myrta and yet and myrta myrta say says myrta says to claire sandringham last if jamie sits down with him and his secretary claire's like Oh God, he'll find out that Randall's alive. And Myrta's like, you need to tell him right now. Okay. And Myrta, <laughs> holy, holy good crap, you piece of crap. I hate him. He's like, don't How tell him. dare you? Tell him right you now. Tell him right now. And How could you thing. hide this from him? I, well, and here's the thing. The conundrum Claire is in right now. And I, 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 I think Claire knows that she needs to tell him, but it's that thing of like, Oh my God, I'm supposed to tell him right in this second. We, we've been fucking yes. fighting for four no, days. Don't care. You and he's you finally, ta- he's finally what? happy. He's, fu- he's, oh, he's happy. And See, oh my that's, God. That's manipulative, emotional ma- manipulation where your partner has to be scared to tell you something because you, your emotional response, not good, not healthy. Yeah. No. Well, because I'm getting the vibe where she, and hide yeah. things because we're afraid of our partner's Of the reactions. reaction of that it's going to upset them. Yeah. So any, but I, I do it. I really get the vibe that she's worried to tell him, not not because a she's worried she's gonna run off. Well, that's, well, she's okay, worried about that. Point. She's worried about him running off and getting that's himself his killed. Choice. She's also worrying. Yeah, but that's really hard to tell someone to just sit with and not try to protect. I get, I get it, but it's hard to tell someone to be like, they might go do something stupid and get themselves killed. But so there's that. But then also he's been really upset and under stress and broody and he's so happy and she's like oh my god he's finally happy and he feels like he has some peace and then merch is like tell him right now and she's like fuck right this yeah. second god I, damn it yes. like yeah, i no, get it it's it's a tricky she has to but tell Mertes him has to back off because he's a piece of crap this was his idea once again hide it. <laughs> okay once well, again so she says you know you need you need to tell him right now and then jamie comes in and he's got the whiskey to celebrate and he's happy and proud and he goes and he says and he says oh, i can't tell you how good it feels to make progress after fighting feathers for so long and he pours them some drinks and he's like you know we still have problems to solve but but we'll solve them too and he goes to mother hildegard without whom our enemies would have remained unknown to us and then Claire has all types of feels on her face right now. And then he goes, and to my wife, who's always there when I need her. I hate him so much. And then they drink and Myrta's giving Claire a look. And Claire's like, fuck off, Myrta. So she's feeling the pressure. She's like, oh God, oh God. And so then she goes to open her mouth to talk. And she's like, uh, and then, and then Jamie cuts her off and goes, what, what is it? What is it? Sassanac. And she looks, she looks at him. And then she doesn't. She loses her nerves and says, "I I, I just." She says, "I just love seeing you so happy." And Myrta grumbles in the background, and Jamie kisses her. This is the first kiss they've had all episode. Ew, I don't like Jamie. You know what I mean? Don't like him. So then he kisses her, and he's beeming, and he hugs her, and Claire has like. Read the room. That's your wife. You can't tell that she's upset. She figured out that you were upset. Don't be a selfish jerk. 
Well, and so then, and then Claire, so then he's hugging her. Hugging on your wife. And Claire. You not asked her how she's doing right now? You're like, you look, you look like you're holding something in, honey. Yeah. You, There's other people, Jamie. You know, but so anyway, so she, so she's hugging him and she looks over at Myrta and Myrta shakes his head at her. And then she just looks back and then end of episode. <laughs> so I'm once so again, right we now. end the episode on a stressed out Claire face. <laughs> so that's that. Um, I'm unhappy. Do we, okay. So do you think she's going to, do you think no. she's going to tell him eventually? No, no. This is going to blow think- up in her face. Cause she's going to be a dumb, dumb. I understand she's why she's terrified struggled. of his reaction. Well, and I understand why she struggled in that precise moment to tell. And I mean, it was one of those things where it was like, oh, clearly the writers set up the, the context of the situation yeah, for her to struggle to say that in that moment. And I don't know, as someone, and I don't know, maybe I empathize with her because I'm that type of person that I also hate conflict and like, it makes me feel physically ill, like the bad vibes and the conflict and stuff. And yeah, also that's so you, hard to tell okay, some, but that's your thing. someone what something your that you know is going to wreck them and you know, you need to do it, but it doesn't mean it's easy and it's not easy to find the, the right time or the nerve to do it. She needs sure. to tell him he's going to find it, out. When it's your partner, it's not conflict to tell them the truth. That's not yeah, conflict. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And it, you shouldn't be a scary thing to tell your partner something. Well, she doesn't, I think for her, she doesn't, he's finally happy in this moment and she doesn't want to take that away from him in this moment. You're not taking it away. It's a truth. That's not her taking something away. Telling someone a truth is not taking something away. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. what? So, so, so I should never tell anyone bad news because then they'll just no, be happy. Like it just ignorance is it, bliss. It, it feels icky. It feels yeah, icky. The truth of the thing doesn't change whether he knows it or not. He's just living in an ignorant bliss. That's not a truth. Yeah. He's living in a fake la la land. Well, and I understand we do. We like, do. Those I could live in a fake la la land that death doesn't exist in, and I could be perfectly happy. <laughs> and there's no Rona, and money grows on <laughs> trees, and not fairies reality. are real. Yeah. So we all have to be grown ups, and unfortunately, yeah. live with the bad shit and learn to deal with it in healthy ways that mm-hmm. isn't taking it out on our pregnant spouses or non-pregnant, <laughs> no spouses, just people. Just people. Um, okay, so we're about at the two-hour mark. In general, Brittany, thoughts on this episode? I like Claire and I hate everybody else. Except for the dog. The dog can stay. Well, Everyone dog. else can go suck it. Mother Hildegard's kind of cool. Okay, except she didn't like Bach, so <laughs> screw her. <laughs> Bach's she's like, awesome. She's like, my friend, creative but no heart. <laughs> yeah, you insulted him. You can go in the corner and practice Bach until you learn to love him. And you're like, oh, he was a genius. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's one of those. So yeah, clearly, obviously the writers are setting up the the notes of conflict. We can see them seeing the sods. Oh, these aren't notes. These are just I can't talk. Did you just hear me say seeing the sods? Yeah, I was just going to let it go. But that's Sowing fine. the seeds. Of- I was going to let you get that one. It was a mulligan. <laughs> just have it. Just have it. Just don't call it out. It is what it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you can see the writers are setting up the conflicts of, mm-hmm. like, so what are your um, – so maybe um, – okay, so likes and dislikes. So you said, I like Claire and hate everyone else. I liked the dog. All right, Bouton. Yeah. I love Bouton. Um, okay, and then where – um, okay, so what are kind of your predictions? How do you think some of this? So like well, the stuff that's I, happened. Some, I have a prediction that because we some also reason, have Fergus clear... gets adopted. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoilers <laughs> for anyone who's not caught up. 
Okay, but okay. In terms of the th- the through lines of conflict, we know. Okay, Claire knows. There's this her knowing about Blackjack, and is that yeah, gonna blow? So, up? There's yeah, that. There's now is. also her knowing that in order for Frank to exist, Blackjack needs to stay alive for another year. Ooh, that's also ooh ooh. That's there's gonna that be a too. She's gonna get in the way of like his murder now. And that's gonna be a whole thing. Mert is gonna be a dick about it. <laughs> He's a dick about everything. And it's and as much as I'm team Jamie, I can completely understand Claire not wanting this man that she was that she loved and that she was married to and that she probably to still not feels exist. still feels some guilt for choosing Jamie over him to then not exist. Yeah. She's like to, I'm to not wish old- someone out of existence is quite a it's harsh. It's awful, thing. right? And and he's he and while we've acknowledged that Jamie that Claire can be her authentic self with Jamie and she might plays a role with Frank. Well, not anymore, it, apparently. Not, apparently not. her authentic self is not okay with Jamie anymore. <laughs> apparently he just wants this wife to just sit around and have tea now. <laughs> Screw her and her happiness. She's only <sighs> giving him an heir and saving his life, trying to save his whole country, but fuck her. She can't be happy. How dare she? <laughs> oh my God. We have yet for us to like them both at the same time, but hopefully we'll get there. And honestly, I can't, I can't even blame you because like I said, it's like the right, it's written this way. There's conflict. There's conflict for the first time, like between them. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's, it sucks. It just, it hurts to watch. (laughs) Makes me sad. Um, But yeah, because like, like feeling other emotions, but sure. We'll go with sad. Like I said, I was definitely like annoyed with Jamie when I watched. I'm like, why are you being an asshole? You're being an asshole. She's like, I understand that like this was her idea and then all the responsibility is falling on you, but it has to fall on you because unfortunately she's a woman and she can't go do this. Did she just decide to like leave it on you or did it have to be this way? Because she do anything that society places on her. She probably would try to do more, but you'd be like, no, you can't do that. Remember when you said you have to play the docile little wife? You did that. <laughs> She's doing it. Now y'all pissed off true, again. True, true, true. She said I'm not the meek and obedient type. Yeah. She owned um, that. Yes. Now you're trying so, to turn her into one. So yeah, so we can see they're setting up the conflicts of like, okay, she now knows this and is like, fuck, I need to tell him this, but uh, and then now, and so you predict that that maybe is going to blow up. Yes. Okay. Absolutely is going to blow up. And then we also have, like I said, the conflict of she, she's put it together and figured it out. She's been dealing with a lot. So I get why maybe this didn't occur to her right away, but the ball has dropped and she's figured out, okay, for Frank to exist. Yeah. I don't like that. He needs like blackjack needs to stay alive for another year. And, and yeah. And like, we just talked about, like, I, I can, don't like a face to his wife happening. Cause you just would have rather she was just like this nameless person yeah, that so we didn't, I didn't have, have to, to feel so sympathy and imagine. Wait her being... till you see her, darling. <laughs> a no wee slip of a wee, wee slip of a thing. Um, but so so basically, but yeah, like we said, like I can understand that while Claire chose Jamie and has made her decision, I, I mean, I could understand her how not wanting Frank to just not exist because she already feels guilty enough for essentially leaving him like she didn't choose to leave him but she chose to stay away mm-hmm. right and she i'm sure she feels still some guilt for that and doesn't wish ill on him and then on top of that her if for her to come back then fucks it up and he doesn't exist anymore i can get how that would 
I get how that sucks. <laughs> that would be harsh. That would Frank poop. And I'm team Jamie all the way, but I get why, you know, I wouldn't want to poof someone out of existence. So for me, I think it's a smart conflict to set up because there's there stakes, right? Like we want, we want there to be stakes in a story. In, in my opinion. Oh, I'm sorry. Was the war not enough? That's the whole grand thing, but we need to have stakes to drive wedges between Jamie and Claire, apparently. Apparent, when I mean stakes, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like oh, other stakes, like, like in general. Oh, like, again, we still the didn't they're working the together. trauma and the other husband and the whatever is that I already know is coming. We don't, that's not enough. Okay, good to know. Good to know. We got to have multiple things all the time. Fun, 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 fun. The drama. Um, okay. So, and uh, any predictions for that whole storyline of like her knowing that he has to stay alive in order for Frank to exist? Any yeah, predictions? That's gonna, for that? She's going to have to like save him and it's going to just cause a whole bunch of trouble. <laughs> He's going to see it's like a betrayal and use it against her. Ugh. I can see that getting mean too. Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to try my poker face, but my poker face isn't so great. Told yeah, you. Being like, oh, you want to protect him? This season hurts my heart. The season hurts yeah. my heart. <laughs> he's gonna see, yeah, he's going to see a portrayal, and she's choosing Frank, and just you know, a whole bit of munchy, bunchy, mean stuff. Not fun. Um, any other predictions, maybe unrelated to the strife and turmoil of of our couple's marriage right now, that I just Gladys wish they could alive. go cancel counseling. Okay, um, she's still a pile of ash, but sure. <laughs> Okay, cool. Any any other any prediction? Anything else we think that's that's being set up? Uh, well, Sandringham's coming back, so that's going to be fun. Oh, Sandringham! Yeah, that's we've got funny. all these loose ends. We have the Duke. We yeah. have the Comte. Who yeah, doesn't like oh, yeah. her. We have other. You gotta know. Yeah, what's he doing there? He's poisoning someone, maybe. <laughs> what's he doing over there? Picking up some poison. Yeah. <laughs> interested in that i don't know i don't know what i predict yet i don't have enough of these threads i feel a lot of threads going on i feel yeah. like the comp and the the apothecary dude that's some weird side tangent that's gonna come around something to do with the uh, the bond the prince maybe or he's running smuggling something something weird going on some there some weird. illegal yeah some maybe like yeah like a smuggling operation through the apothecary oh, drug operation or something they got a drug op going i don't know something there's something right. there I don't so, know. Yeah. I don't have enough. There's, there's something there. You think maybe he's buying some poison. Yeah, it could be trying to. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You're you just want to take out. Who, would he, who would he would he be using the poison for? Do you think? Who does he not like? I don't know. Other merchants. Yeah. Who does he not like? Brit. Anyway, uh, I'm just going to leave that there. OK, but um, yeah, so there's that. We know that that's other oh, the, the sailor master, the master. What's the. What's the Doc Master? Oh, master? the I already forget. That was episode one. My brain is gone. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't I know mean, who he's trying to kill. But I feel like people are trying to kill people. He was not happy with some people in that episode and this yeah. episode. So maybe the well, I don't think the apothecary would sell things to kill Claire. You yeah, too, too that would be a little that uh, would be a little worse. Too, too much. Yeah, that would be too much. Um. Okay. Um, I don't know. Any other predictions? So yeah, you think that's going to blow up? You think this is going to blow up? There's side things happening with the comps and, and all that kind of stuff. Any other thoughts before we move to the bed? <laughs> no, I don't have any other thoughts. All right, it's friends. mostly just rage. Brace yourself for this. Where? Okay, let's go with... Um, I'm trying to remember all of our characters. Okay, where's Louise? you know what i like her she can still be in the room she can she still can... be in she's in the room okay not in the bed but in the room no 
She's hanging I, out I literally room. told you nobody but Claire. Okay. Where's I'm pissed Mary? Pissed off at everyone. Where's Mary? Still on the no. She marries Randall. Oh, she, oh, I feel so bad about that. <laughs> She's in a hot bath right now, just getting pampered because she just needs. She's a gonna need it while she's at can. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, a big glass of whiskey. Just yeah. she's in the bathroom in a hot bath, getting her head massaged and a foot massage. Just by, relaxing. Yeah, Celeste in With there with the towel just, to cover herself. Yeah, she's feeling very she's good. Feeling- and yeah, she's prudish. And Celeste in there, and Celeste is not making her feel awkward at all. They're just in there eating some chocolates. Who's Celeste? I don't know. What's the maid's name? Oh, Suzette. <laughs> Celeste. I don't know. Okay, Suzette, Suzette's in there. Okay, guys. Suzette's Suzette, in there. Suzette is not Celeste. Is yeah, Celeste. in there. Celeste's Celeste in the bathroom. Yeah, Eating okay. Some chocolates. And, and then I know great. Magnus hasn't been a big character just yet, but Magnus, the, the hell's footman. Magnus? Magnus is like the main footman. He hasn't had a big role yet. Okay. But. Well, he's still outside with the horses. No okay, beef he's doing against his, him. He's doing, he's doing his thing. He, he he's just a footman. I don't did, know okay. who the hell he is. Um, where's Master Raymond? Master Raymond. Who, who he, okay, there's stuff with the conch, but then he also... Talk with Claire suggested the the charity hospital for her. Okay, you can see him kind of down. And the um, headmistress can be on chairs in front of the fire talking. Okay, those two so, are allowed in the room. Okay, so, so Master Raymond and, and Mother Hildegard. Louise is asleep on the chaise, just passed out. She's had a great time, just just having a good time. Yep. Where's Where's the Comte? Comte. Oh, I don't there. like him. I don't know. He's down he on the outside. In- yeah, he's outside. Going for a walk. He's wandering around trying to see if anyone cares about him. Don't. You're with his cane, looking yeah. around. Um, and then um, Murta, still on the roof? Is he still on the roof? Just he's the on, the roof. on the roof. I think I made it raining last time. Now it's sleeting on him. <laughs> There's just a cloud of sleet following him around. Okay, okay. And it's going down his neck and down his back, and it's cold, and his boots are full of sleet. Whew. That's where Brittany feels right now. Where is Duvernay? Oh, he, the, ma- the, min- the minister like of finance. Uh, okay, there's three chairs in front of the fire, so he gets a chair Francis, too. Yeah, I have no issues against him right now. He can okay, and then the he, prince. Him. Oh yeah, I don't like him. Don't like okay. him at all. He's out with the comp. Just you know what? They're in a field, just strolling and walking their around, miserableness. in horse dung. Okay. Yeah, just being Fair miserable. Enough. In their fine pain, clothes. But just staying away from me. Yeah, yes, and it's all getting sure. ruined. Fair. And then where has Fergus? Oh, the little pickpocket? Yeah. The wee rascal. He can be in the kitchen eating. He would love that. Under some supervision. Comp- you know, complimenting Suzette. Eating. Yeah, you got to watch him. He's going to steal yeah, some he's shit. He's under supervision. It's a hard Plus habit to break. there. Celeste doesn't have to. Who's put in up there with him watching right him? Who's in there watching him? I don't know. Isn't there Magnus? A, a Mag- Magnus. Let's let Magnus <gasps> oh, watch. Okay, him. Magnus. Magnus, Magnus can... is in the kitchen. Keep an eye on him. Yeah, there like, we go. I'm fine with that. Hey, hands off the silverware. Come on now. You li- you live here. You don't need to steal yeah, now. Yeah, you live here. It's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, and was that everyone? Okay, I think that was all our our, our like kind of side characters. And then where's <laughs> Jamie? Jamie is hanging upside down from a tree by his boots. Oh my god, so he's not in the room? No. Oh. He is outside, strung up by his feet, hanging from a tree. That's to give more Just blowing in the wind. Are you trying to give him more uh, blood to his head so he can think better? A little bit. Also, it's just uncomfortable and he could 
not move or do anything and just think about your think about his thoughts yes hopefully he'll be allowed back in soon and just yeah also Mm -hmm. it could be interesting is he in his kilt is he hanging upside down with his kilt that's a show you know just showing the goods if he's upside down in his kilt yeah because it probably pisses him off actually yes (laughs) yep no one's staring at him because we wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't. We don't do want to. We don't want to objectify. Objectify him. No. No one's. You know. He has to like. He has to like struggle to like. Yeah. Oh he has to be God. a little uncomfortable right now because and then he's going to be like pregnant and uncomfortable. So like, he gets to be and he has to think about his actions. And he's going to be like Claire. Hey Sassanak, can can you can you come? Yeah. She'd cut him down after a little bit. Maybe she'll just let him suffer for a bit and then be like. And his ankles hurt because her ankles probably hurt. Her ankles are probably really so- Also, she's in a corset all the time. No wonder yeah. she doesn't want to go to tea. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to put 15 layers on in a corset. And then guess what? You're not going to feel good when you get brought down from there because you're going to get a head rush. And guess what? Your nurse wife would probably help you. Maybe you'll appreciate her a little fucking more. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, our dear James. Our dear James. Hopefully he learned some lessons. He's and in timeout in the tree. He's in a time he's in a timeout in the tree right now. Yeah. Exactly. Again, everybody, we don't hate him. We're not wasting pain on him. It's just he's in a timeout and he needs to think about maybe not about communicating his emotions and frustrations a little bit more and at least not taking it out on Claire. You and again, like a bat. And again, completely understanding that he is dealing with some shit. And, you know, so this isn't coming from nowhere. He's not just being a dick to be a dick. Um, but it's still not cool. No, because cool. we all have shit. And we don't get to use that as an excuse to be mean to people. Especially your partner who is trying to be supportive. Yes. We don't get to use any of our emotional baggage to hurt other people. Yeah, not fair. Um, no. Okay. And then so Claire. Claire is in the bed with me. Me and okay. her. We're just having a great time. No, be like, hey, Claire, nice baby. Can I, is the baby kicking? Can I feel? Can I? I don't know. I kind of feel weird touching people's bellies. I've no, I don't like doing that. So I probably won't do that. It feels Fair weird enough. to me. It feels very invasive. Of you got, well, I mean, if you're, if you're close like and, you, and you ask them and they're okay with it, then I think it's, cool. yeah, I guess. Don't just yeah, assume. Yeah. Don't just people, assume. Strangers that just touch women's bellies, no. that's weird. Don't do that. Don't actually, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, anything. If, I mean, and here's the thing if, if you ask and they're okay with it, cool. But don't make it weird either. Yeah. But I, again, it's like your relationship with people. Like if it's your partner, it's maybe not as weird. If it's your best That's friend. True. Like I know like when my my friend Kaylee was both times that she was pregnant, like it wasn't weird. She, we didn't know no. each other since we were no, eight. No, but you're, you're I'm also weirder, and all that I'm also stuff, weirder it, about touchy than you are. Well, and again, if, she, if it depends, personal boundaries. Yeah. Right? Totally. For sure. Also, I think babies inside of people's stomachs is weird, like alien things. They're like so aliens. It freaks me out. Oh, when you can see the foot, like, yeah. yeah. When stretching. I had a friend and was like, Ooh. oh, look, you can see their foot right now. And I was like, that's weird. It's, it's wonderful. Little- it's beautiful what you're doing, but that's fucking weird. There's the an mir- alien in you. The miracle of life that's just this alien like, clawing its way claw. out of you. Like, there's little fingernails inside you. That's I weird. think it's so interesting when you can legit see, like, the, the, ha- the handprint yeah. or the footprint. It's so oh, interesting. It's freaky. I would imagine it would. F- I don't know. Feel I've never been pregnant. Anybody that's listening who's been pregnant, does it feel really strange? Like I would imagine puppies you- in there and just tumbling around. around. I would imagine it would be something that you kind of get accustomed to, but and then as the baby gets bigger and moves around more, I'm sure it feels different. Well, and then they stop because they run out of space. Yeah, so and I'm sure near there. the and then near the end, you're just 
get it out. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, get this thing out of me. Get it out. I'm uncomfortable. But then like when it's stretching and you know there's little fingers and nails in there, I can scratch you. That freaks me out. That that is like, like that. literally a part of you. Like it's your genetics. Yeah. It's like it's, it's weird. You, you grew it's like that. fingernails you're, are supposed to be outside. They shouldn't you're be growing me. that. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways, but yeah, miracle, Claire's there. I might feel. I don't think I would touch the bump. If I, I was there, I would. If I'm with you, I'm. I'm asking Claire if I can touch. Okay. The bump. And yeah, if she if she okay, says, then I'll then I'll feel for the the kicking I'll, baby. Yeah, and if she's like, no, I'll I'm like, her okay, back. Claire. Yeah, I'll just rub her back. Yeah, <laughs> your back she hurting? needs some support. Fair. She needs some support right now. And then I'll be like, Claire, your feet hurting. I don't like, yeah. I would, I would give you a foot massage, Claire, because I'm sure your feet fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's nursing all day too. You know, nurse saving people. She needs to be taken care of a little bit. Pamper her a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But that's where it is. Literally only her. You're allowed in too. That's it. Okay. We'll just chill there. And everyone else, Jamie, we want you to come back. Just, you gotta. I don't know if I do right see. now. I mean, right. Think about, think about, and hopefully we can, hopefully we can work through this. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, we, uh, are approaching 220. Any, any parting thoughts, Britt? I don't like Murda. We've gathered. And I want Gladys back. She, you know what? She would not accept, she would not accept any of this. She would be murdering people left, right, and center. Don't you speak to Claire that way. Yeah. Can you imagine her right now? She'd be on a war path. It'd be lovely. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need that friend. Yeah. Just come know. in and just kick some butt for you when you're not able to. You know, tag team that. You know, kind of like when, when people teach you at me and then you jump in and you're like, bah. yeah, unacceptable. Like, oh, okay. Thanks, girl. Got, <laughs> got my back. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, uh, the yin and the yang, because some people are not necessary. It doesn't mean I can't stand up for myself, but I'm just not. I don't know. I don't. You're not confrontative. I I don't like those people. Although it depends on how the person is, because like I said, like there have been ask some of my coworkers that I get if you get really comfortable with someone. Yeah, you can be. I can be a bitch sometimes. I'll admit it. I have. That's hard for me to see. Oh my darling, I can't. I can, but uh, I feel like you can be not strongly opinionated, but yes. not like bitchy about it. I, mean, I can be bitchy about. Talk it. to me when I'm PMSing. I don't know. Oh, I can that's be a little, true. Can be that a little snappy things. sometimes. Um, it's real. You need a little spice in your life, you know. And, and then sometimes, and like I've literally, my one of my male coworkers one time, I was just, I was, I recognized that I was being a dick to him that whole morning. And I couldn't, I was just so, you know, when you're just irritated and you're just like, yeah. mm, uh, and I couldn't figure out why. And I love that I'm sharing this. <laughs> and then I have like the clue app on my phone. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tracks. Remember, yeah. I remember looking and I got, and it goes, literally, yeah, you like, you are, you're like, it oh. goes, you are PMSing. And I went, oh, this oh, is this why. And I, and I literally went to him and I told him and I'm like, listen, I know I was being a complete bitch to you this morning. I'm sorry. But if it, if you want to be illuminated and I showed him and he goes, ah, it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I have that. I'm like, why do I want to cry? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't understand these emotions right now. (laughs) Somehow you never get it. And then as soon as you like, it gets pointed out, you're like, oh yeah, right. I'm not crazy. I get it. Hormones are freaking real. Yeah. They're mean. Hormones are real. You know? And again, the same, like, like I get, you know, Jamie might not know where all his frustrations are coming from, but again, you own up to it. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing I don't love. Like, I think the the writers or the show did his character a disservice. Yeah. 
Because I feel like, like the Jamie I know would, would apologize. And then, yeah. And be like, you know I've what, I was being But then you know what? Yeah. I swallow my pride and I go up to that person and I look, look. Okay. And maybe his I way of a brat. Maybe his way of bitchy. apologizing, his like olive branch was the toast to her and saying, and to my wife who's always there when I need her. But no, because he has apologized properly before and they've communicated before. Yes, so you can't pull enough. the, he fair enough. does that and she understands what it means. Because sure, sometimes you have the relationships where you don't actually have to think, say the thing and you know the thing. But they don't have that. They've talked and communicated and apologized. They Oh, for sure. They, well, the, so, their first huge fight, they both said, I'm sorry, exactly. I'm sorry too. So he knows how to do it. He can do it. And we and want that. She from him. knows to expect that from him. Yeah, which is why that. she's so thrown off by this. Exactly. And I think it just That's makes her hurt right. and worried about him and then makes her even, you know. So anyway. Anyway. A- any who. Any, um, so that's, 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 that's all folks. <laughs> I don't that's got anything that. else. We've talked a lot. This is another almost two and a half hours. So we're going to shut up. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank, thank you, you for, if you, you know, again, social media at she's an outlander on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, no dots, no dots, none of the dots and nada, um, not and a I, dot. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you. See you next week. We might have like a little surprise mini episode Ooh, yes, coming out might. at a to be determined possibly. time potentially. If you like to listen to us shoot the shit, now that's your chance. And if you don't care about it, that's fine too. <laughs> also, absolutely fair. Fair. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we will we will see you next week with episode four. Let's see where this uh, journey is going. And uh, thank thank you everybody for listening and for supporting. It means a lot. Yes, it really does. Thank you guys so much. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy. And and yeah, I hope your your December's starting well. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. As we approach the holiday season. Yes. Hopefully everyone is able to to enjoy it in these yes. difficult times. And Absolutely. able to uh to find some joy in it. So for sure. I wish to everyone. So thank you so much for listening. All right, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.